0: hello our spooky smut ghouls and goblins your favorite co-hosts are back and we are about to dive deep in a book that we couldn't stop blushing about
1: dude this book just rocked my world
0: it is a lot, um, as you can hear. Hallie's doing fantastic.
1: How yeah. are you, Hallie? <laughs> um, we're good. We <laughs> we're recording at like eight thirty in the morning, so my voice is just going to be a little, a little rocky.
0: She hasn't one, woken so. up
1: fully yet. She also coffee. I'm ready. She also was dealing with some very I did. I have a gross sicknesses, of bug, and yeah. that was not fun. Let me tell you but she's back and better than ever. Better than ever.
0: Holly, I have to ask you, cause we are in two different parts of the country. How are you dealing with this cool weather that just like blasted in over this last week? I'm in
1: love, like bring it. Especially when I was reading this book because it was just the fall vibes were here. They were. I and felt like- I love it. It was,
0: you know, they keep saying like hot girl summer. I'm ready for fat, fat, and, girl sn- fall. fat and snack <laughs> fall girls. <laughs> I'm always
1: ready for Fat Girl Fall.
0: I'm here. All right, folks. We read Her Soul to Take by
1: Harley LaRue.
2: I love that and name. And
0: I know. It was just like, I, I wonder if it's her real name. You know, everyone, like some people go by not their real name. And I want yeah. like a writer's name or a pen, na- a pen name, if you will. Yeah. yeah.
1: I love it. Harley LaRue.
0: She sounds like she's from New Orleans. I don't think she is, but... I mean, it would fit her book vibe in this for sure. Um, Hallie, what would you rate this book?
1: Okay, so I gave this rating a three point five out of five. An overall? Yeah, I want to tell you why. Okay. So, I did love this book, and I will continue to finish the series one hundred percent. Oh, it's it's a need. It's one of those books that I was more invested in the plot of it than like the actual smut of it. Like I just wanted more. I just wanted Harley to like keep going with it and have more development and more world building and more plot and more details. Like I just needed more from it and I felt like it could have it, it could have handled more from her. Um I felt that Leon was like way more developed than Raylan. I agree.
0: Um, I guess I'll give mine so we can have this discussion. Uh, I am right there with you. I'm a 3.5 as well. But I Um, did love the book. Right, and I think that's why I will continue the series because the things that were like in the book where we get these small like world building nuggets were so good and could make such a great story. So it's not like, I'm not downing the book at all. It's a fantastic read. It's a lot of fun. But like you said, it just, there could have been more. And I think we just expect so much.
2: No, we
1: do. Because that's what I was thinking. I thought the same thing. Because I'm like, we're coming from Sarah J. Mass and Jennifer L. Armentrout and Penelope Douglas, where those stories do involve a ton of world building and like really dark, deep themes and these like big, big plot developments. And so a part of me is like, well, maybe that's just my fault for having these expectations. And Harley LaRue is not JLA. She's not SJM. She's her own writer. And also I was like, it's the first book in a series. And as we know, the first book in a series, most of the time, isn't going to be like the best or I don't think it I is. I mean,
0: prime <laughs> example, A Court of Thorns and Roses. Exactly. And so that's why I like, I won't... I won't down this book, but I will say like, it is, I, I, I hate even using the word underdeveloped because we just don't know where it's gonna go. I mean, I think we have a good idea after finishing the first one, but um, yeah, could have given me more. What do you think
1: your spice level oh, is? Oh, Jesus Christ, five, five <laughs> out of five chili peppers. If I could go to 10, I probably would. It is probably, it's the spiciest book I've ever read. It's just this like level of taboo that like I read dinner Vipers, and so like I thought I was prepared for anything. But I don't know. I think like the whole demon aspect of it just like took it to a whole nother level in my mind that I was like, "Oh, Jesus Christ, what am I reading? And why do I love it?" I,
0: exactly. I um when I first started it, I felt like I was I was. there's all of their sex scenes I blushed because um, and it's not because they're doing it. like if it was just like a regular two people like not human and demon. um, I think I wouldn't. There, We'll put some pictures on our Let's Talk About Smut podcast Instagram so that you could see what I kept sending Hallie (laughs) as to what I thought Leon was in his demon form.
1: Yeah, and and like Taylor and I have discussed this as we read a little bit because I told her I was like, I need to get my initial reactions out or else I'm not going to be tolerable on this podcast (laughs) because it's... (laughs) it's It's just a lot, and (laughs) it's just like I'm gonna like lose my mind reading. And I don't even think I know like
0: how to explain it. I think everyone like you just have to read it to like understand what we mean because it's it is it's It's very taboo. It's it's super fun, and that's the thing. Like I think about it, and I'm like, oh shit! Like, do I need to summon a demon at
2: this
1: point? I think I are
0: these the things like. Give me the grimoire. Are grimoire we having a
1: seance this year?
0: Yes. <laughs> Are we hoping that we bring Leon out? Yes. <laughs> Carly,
1: I'm going to need you to give me those magic Latin words that she was speaking.
0: 100%. All right, Hallie. Um, Now that we have those two things out of the way, let's go ahead and get into our trigger warnings and get started.
1: Yeah, so this book, the author, another reason why I love this author now, she gives like an entire page of content warning for her readers. So I'm just going to read the list that she has, okay? Go ahead. (laughs) And I learned a new term too, which was really fun. Consensual non-consent. Consensual non-consent. Yes. Oh, because it's like yeah. they, he. I wish like, I would have wh- known this term when we were doing our other books, like um, buttons and lace, because right. that was a lot of it. Well, She'll it's like she
0: term. wants to be forced to do into what.
1: Yeah. She wants uh, okay, that makes sense. Okay, but it's still consensual. <laughs> but it's still but it's still non-consent. Cons- <laughs> but it's non-consent. So consensual, okay. non-consent, breath play and choking, blood play, spit, swallowing, bodily fluids. Needle play, pain play, fear play, public play, bondage, restraint, spanking slash impact play, erotic humiliation and degradation, raw sex slash sex condom.
0: I appreciate all of those things
1: because that I, honestly
0: gets you in like... Harley does a great job outlining
1: that because I don't think we would have. <laughs> no, I would not have hit like half of this. I would have not either. And then I would have been like, y'all y'all just Google this one. Yeah, y'all
0: just do that
1: because. <laughs> I don't even know. We don't know
0: what we're talking about. and I have never experienced a lot of the a, um, 80%. The
1: I'm like, I don't even know what that means. Other than the sex, I don't know. <laughs> Which. Brings me to. I'm gonna make a little disclaimer here before we get into our book breakdown. So, as we said, this is one of our more taboo books. Taylor and I have read, and the sex scenes were more of a shock for us, um just because it was the first time we had really read about some of these things they do. And, like I said, then you have this whole like demon thing in there, and so it just kind of raises the level. So. Because Taylor and I use humor to deal with anything that we are slightly unsure of or excited <laughs> or, or uncomfortable. About, uh, uncomfortable. <laughs> we will most likely be giggling like two little girls on this episode. But um this does not come from a malicious or a judgmental place. Many people have different kinks or fantasies, and we always want to respect that. Talking in depth to an audience of listeners about some of these sexual scenes can be a little awkward for us, but that's why we're trying to do this and break this stigma that talking about sex is bad or shameful. Um, we're not perfect, and we just really enjoy having an outlet for our dry, sarcastic but perverted humor. So, our intention is never to be disrespectful to you or the author. This book is just wild, and it definitely garners a certain reaction, and that's why it was so fun for us to read. So, with all that being said,
0: without Taylor, I think further it's- ado.
1: Yep. Without further ado, it is time to get into the book breakdown.
0: Okay, folks. So we had started, I'm going to screw up how this city is pronounced. Oh, <laughs> uh, Ablom. wait. That's what I said. <laughs> oh, okay. I said good. That. I was like, Ablom, Ablom. Um, that's why I was, um, where I was saying
1: Abraham at one point. <laughs> I was like, that's not I'm it. I was
0: Abraham somewhere. Um, I'm going to be honest. I still don't, uh, know where this is. I am the person who Googled Abram and was hoping it was a real city. So it would tell me where it is, but I'm putting it in, how I think like Washington state, Northern. Yeah. Valley, I Portland said near Ish. Seattle
1: was the vibe yeah. I
0: got. Yeah. It's, it's like, think I got twilight vibes, like twilight 100%. city vibes like that. Very small town. Um, but still modern, you know? So we start there. We meet Leon. This again is in a uh, different point of view book. So you're going to switch through the main characters continuously to get their points of view. But first we start with Leon. He is a demon that has been captured and he is in the service to the Hadley family. So we get into the scene where They basically are about to start having their own ritual sacrifice.
1: We got cults, we got sacrifices, we got monsters. We got it all in this book.
0: Right. And Kent Hadley is the leader of this. And he has the, again, another word I'm going to screw up, Hallie. It, the, the Grimoire? How did you pronounce that? The Grimwire. The Grimwire. Okay.
1: The Grimwire. The Grimwire. Do you not watch witch shows? Oh my gosh. No. Well, I just did not. <laughs> Vampire Diaries? Anybody? How,
0: how to pronounce these words were not top of the list on understanding this book. <laughs> I
1: don't have a lot of them, but I do have Grimoire down. Okay.
0: Grimwire, And that has the only record of Leon's demon name so he goes by leon but he has this other name and that's what you use to summon
1: him that can only be written not spoken
0: and meaning so if you have the grimoire which kent does um he's the only one that can summon him so kent has leon basically do all the dirty work of this family so that means you know they're anyone they want murdered or any cleanup or anything so this family in general is a cult kent hadley is the cult leader
1: of the liberi
0: did i say that right yeah that's how i did (laughs) liberi i also was calling it the liberi liberi. the library (laughs) the library the library so Basically, we're getting into this whole story where the family has sacrificed a boy named Marcus Kynes. So he is a 21-year-old that had been killed. And it was he is technically the sacrifice for Hadley's God. And Leon um, is in charge of bringing Marcus's body to the White Pine area. So this is where Kent and his family ha- hold their s- sacrificial ceremony. And they have basically Leon go dig up Marcus Kine's
1: body. Yeah. And like, he's literally their bitch.
0: Yes. So they go and, like, in this scene when you meet Leon and he is digging up this body, his internal monologue is just gold. He is literally whole
1: perfect book, is banter. Just like, what he says had me dying out laughing. the whole book
0: oh because he's just hilarious it's like he has the no fuck factor just nailed and he really doesn't he does not give any fucks he's immortal he's a fucking demon he does not give a shit um it's like
1: lucifer from the show yes that's that's the personality vibe i get from him but But he's so sassy he's so so sassy.
0: sassy so he digs up this body he brings um it to the white pine area and this is when we start, before they get the ceremony started, we start to meet some of the characters that are going to be big players in this book. We have Everly, and they Leon calls her his bastard daughter, but honestly, it's just a child that he had as another woman. And um, her half-siblings, Jeremiah and Victoria,
1: are the, like the evil twins.
0: They are literally the evil twins. Um, I can't stand them throughout this book, but it's
1: fine. Taylor's going to post what she sent me, but she basically sent me like the <laughs> Twilight family. What were they called in Twilight? The Volturi.
2: The Volturi. Like she's so Dakota famous- Fannings yeah,
1: and her brother
0: and Ken Hadley in the middle. I will post it.
1: <laughs> it was so good. I was like, that's not where I was going with it, but sure, I can, I can see it. I just, that's how I see them. This little
0: evil monster family, little cult people. Yeah. Um, So we learned a little bit more about Everly's backstory. She's a fledgling witch. and Yes,
1: she is.
0: This is something that I think we'll build in other books, though, Hallie, because we learn more about Everly later, but I think we're going to figure out who Everly's mom is.
1: I agree. I think the third one is going to be about Everly and Callum and, like, her whole background. Yes. That's what I think the third book's going to be. The second one is about Juniper and zane yes but i think the third one's gonna be about everly and callum
0: yes i'm really excited for those i like um i liked everly's she you'll see she like disappears you like didn't
1: book. really know if she was evil or not
0: you don't know, and i don't think she is but that's no, i don't think for another good. day <laughs> um so we get back and leon is analyzing marcus's body which has been covered in marks which the corner like presumed were stab wounds but it was actually sacrificial marks this is Jeremiah's first sacrifice and Leon hundred percent is just like making it's again, his humor is very funny. He's just making fun of Jeremiah for how bad he butchered Marcus. Um, you know, so basically what they end up doing with Marcus's body is they throw it down the mine shaft where the presumable God is and Leon has to help Jeremiah with it. So they throw it down the shaft and Leon kind of lingers for a second because he's just noticed like already there's been something going on in the town. Like thing, vibes are off. And he then notices after a few minutes of Marcus's body's going down that the there's a change in the woods. And not only has the god awoken, but something else something has. Something else. Has as well.
1: The creep factor in this book is just. Oh.
0: It is. I mean, it makes you shiver. <laughs> Next, we meet our other Ray Lynn. Leader, little Raylin. Oh, Raylin! She goes by Ray, Thank and
1: God. no offense <laughs> if anybody's name is Raylin.
0: God, because it would have been hard for me. I would have been all Raylin this, Raylin I just Lynn that. don't like the names in this book. Okay, like Raylin, I don't. I'm not with it. Yeah, okay.
1: I think the I best wanted, name is like Everly. That's like the best name in the whole book. I wanted her to be like a Cora, just something different.
0: Cora. I don't know. <laughs> <What is that? laughs> Okay, listen, I'm also like,
2: (laughs) I'm reading like,
0: I feel like I'm reading like three books at once right now. And, um, on Audible, I'm listening to A Touch of Ruin and they call her Corey. So I was like in the Cora vibe just to keep me on. It would have kept me on par for all of my books right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's for Matt. (laughs) Um, Ray, Ray Lynn, Uh, She is driving up to her parents' cabin to help clear it out as her parents are moving to Spain. This whole thing is odd to me, but um, we learn a little bit more of her backstory.
1: Yeah, this wasn't, this is like one of the things, it's so small, but she does this kind of a lot where, I mean, the author does, where like she'll kind of not like fully explain like what's happened. Like she kind of leaves it kind of open-ended. And it took me a minute to realize that she had started school somewhere else in california and she had one more year left but she didn't want to go to the spanish coast but she always loved ablam so then her parents allowed her to come back like to move schools to Ableham for to finish her last year right and that's why she's there
0: and also it's fine what is wrong
1: with you ray lynn spanish coast
0: sign me up see ya bye I would not I be in a dreary twilight ablum, wherever the hell it is. <laughs> like, that would not be me.
1: But she does. She loves it. She like goes on. Like you said, we get a little background. It's like she grew up and she loves the woods and the forest. And she would always pretend they were like fairies that lived oh God, there. I have such like- a I have such yeah. a thing for that, <laughs> dude. I thought of you the whole time I was like reading this part of her story. I was Taylor just grew up with a grandmother that was very much like this. Like yes believed in the fairies and the fae and like we leave gifts for them. Yes, we left gifts.
0: Um, I would go visit my grandmother in the summers and um in Maryland, and it was beautiful. I had fairy homes outside, we had a whole fairy garden. Um, when she talks about this, I was like, Ray, literally, I get it.
1: I thought of you. I thought oh, of yes. you.
0: So We get that she's lived in the cabin with her parents when they were first married and then they moved when she was seven. So she's coming back. She goes um and she drops off her cat, cheesecake.
1: The star of the book. The
0: star of the book. Literally, if you wanted any more character development, it is cheesecake. He cheesecake, period. Cheesecake, he's it. Like I he he
1: is worth one full point on my overview rating. Like without cheesecake, it probably would have been a 2.5. Because there's cheesecake. (laughs) it was a solid 3.5 i just want that i had like
0: an emotional attachment to cheesecake once his name was mentioned
1: taylor um, ended up like mes- uh posting on our instagram and like tagged harley larue and it was a picture of taylor's cat <laughs> as like cheesecake and holly larue uh reposted us so she excited. did
0: and i literally was texting Hallie being like i am screaming i am screaming i need you to respond
2: How to her did because i respond
0: <laughs> i was like i don't have it in me to talk to her um so yes, so she drops off cheesecake at the cabin, gets herself a little settled, and then she's gonna go meet her childhood friend, Anaya. That's how I pronounce that one. Okay.
1: We're on the same page, yes. Good.
0: Anaya at her bookstore called Golden Hour Books.
2: Ooh.
0: Yep. So while Ray is there, um, she decides she's like gonna help her friend stack some books while she's waiting. This is the first time they have you know they haven't seen each other in a while. and you know we can't have a main character without them being a little clumsy. <laughs> I love that you had the same
1: thought so did I. I, like, oh, I literally have it. No-
0: I have my notes clumsy. Like, <laughs> Jesus. I'm so
1: glad we have the same thought because I read this and I was like, okay, I've, heard, I've read this before. We know. <laughs> we know. They're all clumsy. They're all
0: clumsy. And, and she dropped some books while helping her clean up. And then just... Out of nowhere, she sees <laughs> this book called The Magical Work of Conjuring. Written in Latin. Written in Latin, but she knows. She knows. <laughs> so, and she says she feels attracted to it and then it feels cold. <laughs> Ooh, spooky. Ooh spooky. Um, So it's handwritten in Latin and um, she immediately thinks it's a, say it again, a grimoire. A grimoire. <laughs> she immediately thinks it's a grimoire. And she's like, Ooh, Anaya, what's this? And everything in Anaya is like, Oh my God, you can have it. It's a bridesmaid's gift. What a gift. And I was just like, Oh, a spooky book for her spooky friend.
1: It makes sense once you get a little further. But at this point, it was like,
0: What? At this point, like once you find out more about Ray and like what she does, like her hobbies, it's a great gift.
1: It's a great gift, but it's also. We don't know that yet. So I'm like, Okay. Right. Cool. So you need new friends. Yeah, like, mm, please don't give me that.
0: Like, okay. Like, I'm sweating. And if you would have been like, here's a grimoire, Taylor. I'm
1: going to start giving you like creepy books that I find.
0: I would die. So there's a nugget here that I need you guys to remember that this book is from the Ablom Historical Society. Yes. And um, they, were, they donated a bunch of books to Anaya's bookstore. So just keep that nugget in there. So Anaya and Ray, and they, they go get coffee and they discuss Ray's breakup from Rachel. We love a bisexual woman.
1: Bisexual lady.
0: And how Ray is a ghost hunter. So now the spooky book makes sense. But if we didn't know that she was, a you, you would have been like how we were like, what the fuck?
1: All right. We got ghost girl goth over here.
0: She is. She's ghost girl goth. Um, Ray, you know, knows her ghost hunter vlog is failing and it's kind of shared in her inner monologue that she needs something big to happen. Um, so her vlog is technically just on YouTube and, um, you know, they start discussing what she should do. And Anaya is like talking to her about how spooky the town is and things that are going on. And then they get on to this discussion of their elementary teacher. Miss Kathy,
1: Miss Kathy,
0: <laughs> and she told them this ghost story about miners trapped in um, a shaft. Eighteen ninety
1: nine
0: tragedy. Eighteen I feel like that's a date in every scale. Like, but I agree. Before the nineteen hundreds, like everything scary happened in eighteen ninety nine. Yeah, I agree.
1: I <laughs> we agree. cannot
0: bring this into the nineteen hundreds, folks. No, they said. That there's an old god who also lives in the mine shaft, so
1: doo 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 do
0: spooky spooky. wonder what the Hadleys were doing, so they all just kind of sum it up to miss Kathy as fucking nuts <laughs> um, she has yeah been.
1: the the crazy lady
0: and she actually happens to be raised like neighbor, um well,
1: she I think also- it's also interesting too,' Cause she even though like. I mean, I touched on it how, like, their little town has so much, like, so many legends and history. And it's all, they kind of just wave it off as, like, these spooky tales. But people in the town do believe these things. Like, Miss no. Kathy has these, like, weird rituals that she does to, like, protect to, like, herself. Keep herself.
0: Well, like, it's, yeah. you go around her house and, like, all these little things. It, it's true. Like, there's such a superstitious vibe that no one, like, wants to believe in the town, but they 100% do. Yeah. So they also bring up this ghost that Ray would see in her room. It's called the Nighttime Cowboy. Um
1: and This book just hits every, like you like, could possibly <laughs> that say. Miss Kathy, Ray <laughs> man, the nighttime cowboy, Leon, Leon, get out an
0: <laughs> So <laughs> I'm gonna die. <laughs> it's not uh, gonna make it breath. So they Kind of like you're going back and forth and they talk about the nighttime cowboy and Ray like never thought since then she's like never thought ghosts were bad because like she didn't th- she never felt like the nighttime cowboy was bad. He would just kind of be there and then disappear, <laughs> which is like typical ghost behavior. Like I love how you'd like if I saw um, a fucking studded up cowboy in my room. Peace. Um, I, would scream. No, I would scream.
1: We would not live there.
0: No, I wouldn't. Um, we would move. But... Anaya has this big, bright idea and mentions how this town could be good for her blog. And about this old abandoned church that is spooky and creepy, but she shouldn't go to it.
1: going to be my bad.
0: She should not go to that spooky, creepy church. Her spooky friend with her spooky book should not go to that spooky-ass church. And Ray was like, oh, I won't. Oh, I won't. Wink, wink, like, nudge, nudge. I'm gonna be smirk. there
2: tonight.
1: Like, <laughs> I'm going to summon a demon.
0: Bye! <laughs> it is so ridiculous. Oh. I just like, I can't. Okay, guys, we're like making fun of this book in the beginning, but it's it's just world building and it just feels like it just we know like it's just I one promise of those. I books. actually love this book. I get yeah, we're not, we're just having a great time, Chan. Oh,
2: um, that
0: funny. so then we learned that Mr. Hadley is super protective over these historical sites and he doesn't want them to be torn down. I wonder why. Wonder why. Because he's a fucking cult leader. Um, he's also, here we go, guys. Here's another nugget. He is also the head of the historical society. Where did the War come from? The historical society.
2: Okay. I wish
1: y'all could see Taylor's face on Facetime right
2: now. I just, well, I just need it.
0: everyone to know that,
1: like, we are picking up on nug- these clues. The
0: nuggets were there, and they, this is my favorite book of, of nuggets. Like, it was like <gasps> ding, ding, ding. Here's yes. one nugget. Here's the another nugget. All nuggets. nuggets. <laughs> and all the nuggets.
1: Taylor and, is happily picking up these breadcrumbs. <laughs> Her basket
0: is eating. overflowing. I was eaten. Call Hansel and Gretel. <there> so then we learn that anaya thinks that um mr hadley is just super nice and super wealthy well no why would ever the cult leader be a fucking dickwad we also learn that ray is in the same classes with his daughter victoria and so is anaya ray like really isn't listening and she's focused on the big church and Anaya is she like. Wants to go visit. Nah fam, don't go. It's contempt. It's contempt. It's condemned. And Ray is like, that's music to my motherfucking
1: ears, bitch. Nobody ever
0: hold me back. I'm going to the spooky old church with my spooky old book.
1: All right, everybody drink. That was a song. That's all
0: right.
1: Hold on, I will drink my coffee. I'll drink
0: my coffee. So. Ray leaves after hanging out with Anaya and she gets back to her cabin and she realizes like when she first got there it was so warm and she was having all these like lovely family memories and then she realizes how bare it is at night um but Ray starts to inspect the grimoire 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 I'm going to be bad about this the Grim,
1: the book the, the spell sp- book the
0: spell book the scary spooky book from Anaya and she notices the cursive print and all the sketches while flipping through and she says she's entranced by it and all these descriptions of magic creatures and summonings. So while flipping through, she finds a picture of a man. So I'm gonna quote the book here. Then I found a drawing unlike others. It was a sketch of a man around my own age, I guess. His hair lay in waves that curled around his ears, soft pencil strokes portraying a lightness to it. He was shirtless. The muscles of his lean chest starkly outlined, marred with what she could only think to be scars and vague outlines of his tattoos. Are you literally describing my perfect man? I mean, I, same. (laughs) His lips were full, his chin dimpled, beneath dark, heavily drawn brows. His eyes had been colored gold. It was the only spot of color that she'd encountered in the book so far. It made his eyes look alive, as if they were watching me, and there was a texture to them, as though though they had been formed from flakes of gold leaf. They did. The adjoining page read, "Operation
1: for the summoning
0: <laughs> and binding of the killer."
1: I can like imagine like the music, dun dun dun, the killer. <laughs> she's like, "Oh shit, it's a demon."
0: So she's heading. This is the next day. She's like heading to her first day of school. She runs into Miss Kathy. Who was her old teacher that told them all the spooky stories? And um Ms. Kathy like literally does not give a shit. Bye, she's, like, she's like, she like <laughs> scurries out of there back and up her back, like up her driveway, and it's like <laughs> um so at school, teachers start like on their first day of classes, they're like taking a moment for um some of the students that have lost their lives. So we learn that there's been a murder a murder on the university. A, murder. a murder. There was a murder on the university grounds in the last semester. And there's been no leads. There's no statements by police. Um, and you know, here we just learn Ray is just the master of many fucking talents, and she brought her camera <laughs> to school. <laughs> and um, she notices that an area has been roped off with caution tape. And what does any fucking weirdo do? They start snapping. I know that Snapping pics. I take pictures. Investigating. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to crack the code.
1: She is Thelma from Scooby-Doo.
0: All of a sudden, she's approached by a security guard.
1: Who an asshole security guard.
0: <laughs> He's just an asshole. And he literally goes, you fucking lost? Can't read? <laughs> like, <laughs> It's my favorite. Excuse you um and they kind of have some banter back and forth she lies about her name and when he asks she says it's alex and um he knows that she's lying and she has a weird feeling about him and she finally well, she
1: talks- starts feeling like she's being choked
0: <laughs> it was yeah she like starts to feel like a grip on her she's throat like, this is weird why are you like he's not touching her whatsoever but she feels- <laughs> yeah she feels weird okay um So she has this weird feeling about him. And once she finally tells him her name, he backs off. And uh, the feeling of that choking like instantly disappears. Um, She learns he has a new security guard named Leon Leon. from Anaya when they're back kind of chatting.
1: I just love whenever she's walking away from him and he trips her, like (laughs) how fucking petty.
0: Yeah, he just fucks with her from the start, and we'll know more about why he fucks.
1: That is hilarious to me, though. Like she's just walking, and he's like, "Yo, yeah, watch this bitch!" and like trips her, and she like looks back, like, "What?" And he's like, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> "Well, it, it's like his mind powers tripping her." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Like he, he's is telepathically forcing her to think, forcing she, her to fall. <laughs> she's like, forces of energy. Yeah, she's, like, she's weirded out. So she goes back and sits with Anaya. Um, we met. We meet Trent, who is Anaya's fiance, and Jeremiah and Victoria Hadley.
1: Jeremiah was a bullfrog.
0: Bull
1: Surprised you to hit that one. You're
0: slacking. <laughs> <Da-na-na. laughs> So we learn a little bit more about the Hadley family. They own three buildings on campus. They're rich, rich. Of
1: course they, they do. You know, like we know this.
0: Yeah, right. It's like, I, Ray, why
1: have you not
0: put two and two together? But it's fine. We already did. You need to
1: work on that investigation. Stop she's, taking pictures of that's buildings.
0: That's my favorite thing that Leon says. He's like, for an investigator, you fucking suck. <laughs>
1: it's it's like, so true. She's
0: really bad at it.
1: Poor girl. Um.
0: So... We figure out that Ray is a film ma- major with a minor in photography. Of course she is. And Anaya drops to the group that she is a ghost hunter. Everyone's like, oh my God, you're a ghost hunter. How oh, cool. Like,
1: <laughs> and Well, she like I- thinks that they're going to be so turned off by it. But of course, because we know the whole cult thing they're dealing with, Jeremiah, Victoria are like super interested in it. They're, they're like, yeah. oh, you're into the paranormal. Like... Whatever. We are like,
0: paranormal.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're gonna sacrifice you later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're gonna fucking kill you. Hello. Um, Ray is asking questions about the murder on campus, and again, I'm gonna quote the book here because I hated Marcus's and Victoria's conversation about this, and how like abrupt Marcus was about fixing um, what Victoria was saying. So Jeremiah, I'm sorry. Yes, Jeremiah. Punishment. Yep. Yeah. 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 Sorry, yes. right, not not
1: oh, It's fuck. about Marcus, though. Oh, about yeah i'm sorry yeah, yeah, Out, yeah.
0: marcus it's jeremiah and victoria and i did yeah not so this like... is
1: flashing back to chapter one we met leon this is who they're talking about mm-hmm.
0: they say rumor is they're just keeping the building closed because they can't get all the blood stains out of the stone victoria said some freshman found the body and called the cops he was a fo- sophomore junior jeremiah corrects marcus was a junior Okay. Yeah. Junior, whatever. Victoria waved him off. A guy named Marcus Kynes, He was stabbed eight times, nine times. Jeremiah yeah. interjected. Oh, God, Jerry, would you just let me say it? He was Jerry. stabbed. Yeah, Jerry. <laughs> I loved that. He was stabbed nine times. There was blood everywhere. The kid's body was just destroyed. Someone even got a video of the murder, I gasp. Oh no, no one knows who did it. Or at least they're just not giving names, she smirked. No, they got a video of the body, and when it was found, before the cops showed up. It was so gross. I have it saved on my phone if you want to see. Said your Of Jeremiah, course he does. Pulling out de- his device. It's just crazy how much blood there was in their people.
1: He's literally, like, he acts like a so, like a psychopath that's just, like, obsessed is with, like, like his American killing psycho. that he just did.
0: Yes. And, like, it's so funny because we learned from Leon that it was a total, like, hack job. So we learn that Leon, um, we get back to Leon, and he is in charge of guarding the campus um, for Kent. So it's, like, they're – he's kind of watching everybody. Since this has happened, the sacrifice had awakened the eld. They're trying to not – have this interfere with the campus. So basically he's in charge of keeping the campus safe and keeping the eld away. So the eld are like these scary monsters that work for the god in the shaft.
1: Yeah, and they're sustained only by like blood, magic, and pain.
0: Any of these things going on, elder there. Um Leon, you know, his inner monologue, he's like thinking about Ray and he decides that she will be his prey. And, again, Leona's a demon, so, like, keep that in mind. And the next time he sees her, um, she is researching ghosts and murders in Avalon. So this is kind of, like, still on campus. He sees her, kind of walks up behind her. He's very attracted to her, kind of, this whole thing.
1: He is so attracted to her that his human, like, facade that he keeps up, like, continuously starts to slip. Because... He's so like immediately turned on my like, heart and her reactions to him and like being a brat to him, like at one point he goes in here, and he's like his teeth started like getting sharper than normal, and like yeah, like to, like,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. And, like he had to like before she turned around, he had to like put back on his like human qualities. Like, that's how attracted he is to this person.
0: So she is researching St. Thaddeus, and he tells her to stay away, which just, like, again, because she's a weirdo, makes her more interested. She wants to know all about it. Um, She wants to know more about what he knows about the church, and he brings up the last time he was there, he had a threesome. And she's just like, what the fuck? And he's like, you ever (laughs) (laughs) –
2: <laughs> I love this
0: one. <laughs> oh my god! If you've never been fucked bent over a pulpit with one man in your ass and the other in your mouth, I'm sure the woman would highly recommend it. But if you'd like, I can tell you the story myself in graphic detail. So I, I'm good. Uh, we're and 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 I want to tell you how abruptly I brought that up is a, how abruptly Leon brings it up. Like he like has came out no, of nowhere.
1: Yeah, he just was like. Bloop! He was saying it for shock value, which yep. we get.
0: So he says to tell the story about the stuff that he knows, um, he has a price. And she says, is that so? She said softly. And I was ready to see her erupt. Instead, she smiled smugly and said, do tell. Sounds like a fascinating story. I shook my head. God damn, the things I wanted to do to her were obscene. I stepped a little closer, challenging my own self-control as I leaned down and whispered roughly, I don't tell stories for free doll. Her face twitched, jaw clenched. Yeah, what's your price? I grinned. You on your knees, begging for my cock down your throat. When I tell you, this is a real paragraph of conversation that happens so abruptly, you are just not ready. Like, I was not ready to be six chapters in, and this is what they're talking about. I was freaking out.
1: I'm telling you, like, I love it. This doesn't bother me, but, like, it does add to my previous point of, like, Things with their relationship just move a little too fast
2: for me. Right. Like, I don't want necessarily of, of,
1: like, an actual slow burn, but it's just like, so it, it's a day one meeting, like things in this book for them just like moved so fast for me that it was like, okay, you're losing me. Yeah, But I still enjoyed the banter. I still enjoyed the spiciness, though. But you're right. But
0: I would have loved just, like, a couple more things. A little more time we were there. like, let me shove my cock down your throat. Like, I was like, yeah. okay. Um, so she gets home from school. She's still thinking about Leon, who she says is her type with tats and piercings and a quick wit. So, like, what does everyone else do? She masturbates to him in the shower. Like, already we're just, like, fantasizing about him.
1: She's- yeah, we, we finally start to ev- – like the first layers pulled back of her fantasies and her kinks are on the darker side. So she
0: gets invited to the art festival, art festival by Victoria, um, where she meets Kent Hadley for the first time. And um, he is just what he, everyone describes him as. He is charismatic. He's nice to her. We find out that Kent went to high school and college with Ray's dad, Richard. And that the Lawson family. Her name is Raylan Lawson. The Lawson family has been around just as long as the Kents.
1: Well, I think it's again, like especially when she meets Kent. Like she already had this like weird reaction when she first met Victoria and Jeremiah because they were like, "Oh, you're a Lawson," and like that that meant something for some reason, but we didn't really know why. And then with they're talking to her mom and how oh, you know, we left when you got to grade school because things got worse. And it, but it's like this open-ended thing. You don't know what's happening. Like, okay. Well, what we got worse? You know? I mean, yeah. yeah. And then she meets Kent and it's like, oh, I know your family. Like, I know your dad really well, this and that. And it's like, okay, there's definitely some history here. Like, what's happening? Yeah, what is going on? How so- does everyone know who she is? Like, she's been gone for, what, 10 15 years? (laughs) Right.
0: And it's like, okay. So then we meet Everly, who is Kent's um, other daughter. And she is selling her painted tarot cards. Love this. I do too. So they walk up. Victoria's being a fucking brat to her sister. You can, like, tell there's just some, like, angsty stuff there. Anaya kind of hints, like, I'll tell you later about this family shit. Um, So, like, walk up to Everly. She does a... reading for her. So Ray sits down, Everly's like, you know, I'll do reading for you. She's kind of like an oddball, I will say, with Everly. Like, you presume her as an oddball. I think she's really nice. I just think she's in a screwed up family who doesn't appreciate her. Yeah. Um, And also, like, we'll learn more about the witchy stuff, how the witchy and the cult people aren't exactly besties. So she um, pulls change first. Yeah, the first
1: card. Yeah, the first card was, like, the stone tower with, like, fire around it, which she explained. It's the only card she explains to her is, you know, your life is changing dramatically and there's no going back. So then her second card is this, like, man laying face down in the snow and there's, like, swords all in his – swords back – in his back. But she, like, doesn't say anything. She kind of starts, like, looking around and she's looking for someone and then she, like, just keeps going. Then she lays down the third card and that's when they get interrupted. And so – And the third card is a depiction of death, but she never, like, she never has a chance to, like, actually explain what's happening here.
0: Right, get why she's pulled what she's pulled, and um, I think... But Emily's
1: like, very disturbed by it, or, like... Well, she's that, but she's, like, also, like, weirdly
0: looking around, and I think she's looking around for the Hadleys, like, who's watching. I think that is the biggest thing.
1: This is a, one of the things that bothered me, because by the end of the book, there's nothing ever goes back to this scene. And when I read this, this felt like a really big, pivotal scene. Yes. like it, And by the there's end gonna of be the book, change. they never, like, go back to what all this meant or, like, what Everly's reaction was at all.
0: At all. Like, it, it was – those are the things that, like we said, we wish things were a little bit more developed or just – we got some more backstory. Like I would have appreciated maybe another hundred pages just to give me these. I
1: agree. Yeah, I agree. Like I would again. Rather- I'm more invested like in this part of it, like the spooky magical part, than like I was. Of, like the, everything the smut, else going even on, even though the
0: smut is like. <laughs> Hold so- on, a level. Um, Victoria's like, oh my god, I'm hungry. Like, let's go. Um,
1: she literally like reminds me of like that character in a show. You know? Yeah, she's like, like okay, bratty girl. It's like whatever. I don't give a fuck. Let's go.
0: Yeah. Okay, we're done with this. I'm over the art festival. Let's still get drunk. <laughs> like, this is really sweet and cute, but like, I'm hungry. So they go to a bar um, to eat, and
1: Leon is there, and and lover's six sense kicks in here because always. she can like feel like, wait, is he here? yeah is that him
0: so she's like stealing glances at him and she notices that um he is staring at her and a friend is with him um Mm. and she's like he's dropping onto their conversation a little bit and zane is talking very hush hush about some things going on and basically being like dude you need to like stop is basically what zane is saying like and she's like Ray's like, stop what? What the fuck? Um, so stop
1: staring at you, ho. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So they get up to go outside. So this, leave. God bless America. (laughs) Um, so they leave and curious fucking Ray is like, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to go outside friends. Um, I'm going to go smoke my vape, which is like, so me, I'm like, get me out of the social situation. I'm gonna go like hit my jewel a couple times. (laughs) So she's vaping and Leon, let me kind of like explain this. So we have like the front of the bar, Ray is kind of standing off to the edge of the bar and there's an alley next to it. So Leon and Zane are um, smoking a joint in the alley and she's like pretending she's not interested in what the fuck they're talking about at all. They know that she was eavesdropping on their conversation and they start to toy with her. Leon and Zane are like, you know, do you want to know what we were talking about? Blah, 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 blah. She's like, no, but yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> daddy?
1: Okay. Oh, sorry. Daddy? Oh, daddy sorry. sorry. Daddy? Sorry.
0: <laughs> Literally. Literally and on the scene. They <laughs> say, um, you know, they want to play a game. And she's and she, like, tries to be coy. And she's like, I'm not, like, going to fuck with you fucking weirdos.
1: Like, you're weird. Well, I love this, like, predatory – Circle that they're making around
0: her. Yes. So she's like walking around. She is now kind of more in the alley, and they're just like circling her. Like, you want to play a game? You want to do this? Like they're taunting. Like jigsaw.
1: Do you want to play a game? No, I
0: don't. (laughs) A hundred percent. (gasps) No.
1: Have you not seen the movie before, Ray? Like, come (laughs) on. So
0: she finally agrees to this game, um, and Leon says her safe word is mercy, and she's like. I need a safe word um so zane kind of walks away and he's gonna keep watch um leon uh then pushes her against the wall uh, like a brick stone wall of the alley and he uh immediately starts touching her
1: and um
0: he just starts fingering her like he's Guys. like finger
1: banging her against the wall yeah and she's like looking at zane and zane's like watching them and i'm like You've had one conversation with this guy. And now his fingers are in your badge. What is going I on I just here, don't understand. Like, I was just like, okay, like, I don't. It's just I, it, the scene was great, <laughs> but like, again, at the timing of it, I was just like, there's no fucking way. Like, well, and then I have
0: to, but like, Hallie, something I realized in the book, and I don't know if we like really noticed it when you're reading until you have time to think about it, is that he plays a sort of mind control on her so he puts her in these situations to make her want to know more and i think he's influencing yeah. her mind um it's not like 100 yeah. percent said i have to tell myself because um the scene just did not make sense to me so i'm i chalked it up to he influenced her but i
1: wish that was somehow just like better explained said. or like yeah reminded i guess well and it is later
0: in the book but it would make sense and i and you know what i have to say again maybe harley did that on purpose you know maybe her to let you figure out oh this is why she got finger banged against the wall Well,
1: and like (laughs) i can respect that authors will write a certain way to like keep you in the dark or whatever because then it makes you feel like the main character's feeling when you read a book so then i'm like oh my god this is so insane but like ray's like what the fuck am i doing afterwards like maybe we feel a little bit what she feels like of like, that would never happen. Oh my God, what I just do? Right. I just wanted like more here, like more explanation kind of, I, I guess. I didn't want to
0: be kept, especially in a book like this, when it's so taboo and you're talking about a demon and everything that's going on, like it's helpful to know what is going on. But again, I think there's a shock factor there that she probably, like you said, was trying to do. Yeah,
1: if the timeline wasn't as fast here, I wouldn't have needed that, but because no. the timeline's so fast, I want like a little bit more of an explanation to like put it back in perspective of like this isn't a normal human and human interaction. No, it's not.
0: Um so they, you know, get their their finger banging on. She's finger
1: blasted. She's
0: she is a hundred percent blasted at this point. Um and I <laughs> just the way Leon ends this had me cackling. He doesn't say anything. He just pulls his fingers out. He licks them.
1: no so he licks the pointer finger. He gives his middle finger oh, to, to Zane, Zane yes. to lick off because yes. Zane and Leon are only best friends, but they're also lovers. Yes, which we find
0: out more that demons are bisexual.
1: For like why would I hell. judge that? Why did yeah. put, put a
0: label on that? It yep. is what it is. And it's just Preach. these people that have these special connections. Um, In demon form. So they, we get one finger. We get a two finger.
1: I'm going to throw up. Stop. And
0: then we get a two finger salute from Leon, like I said. And he literally is just like, bye, girl. And then Zane's
1: like, Zane's like always the middle finger. And he's like, just for you. And I'm like, I'm going to throw up. (laughs) Stop. I can't i would have burst into flames from like humiliation here
0: watching that happen between two people because she doesn't know that they're demons she thinks they're humans and um, right is
1: like the fuck excuse me <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So we move on and it's like the next day, Kent summons Leon. And this is where we learn like the real plot of the story. Uh, Leon learns that they want Raylan Lawson and that she is a soul meant for the deep one. And they're like talking back and forth. And uh, Hadley, Kent Hadley is, uh, he's a little like on edge when he tells him this command.
1: Well, Leon like already knows something's up because as he was finger blasting Ray, he kept getting like these nudges that he was being summoned by Kent, but usually because Kent abuse we learned Kent um, straight up abuses him for century. Like, usually he's way more, like, demanding and forceful with his summonings. And this is just, like, this, like, delicate little, like, nudge that he keeps doing over and over.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right. He said he felt like a hand on the back of his neck.
1: Yeah, and Leon's kind of like, well, this is interesting. Why? What's going on? It's like, he already knows something is up. And then we find out that he lost the grimoire. Yeah, so Kent has lost it. So that means he has now
0: lost control to Leon. And Leon is like...
1: My big fucking day. This is it. So before
0: Leon like departs, we learn the Lawson backstory. Um, she is a Lawson. He said, talking about Kent, a descendant of the blessed first three, one of the gods chosen. She must go to the deep one and you will bring her. So then he figures out books gone and he attacks Jeremiah. Cause Jeremiah is like, all right, go on, bitch. Go do
1: what we want. And he's like says something perverted about Ray. Yeah. And I don't have it in front of me, but he says something like really disrespectful, kind of sexually towards Ray. And Leon just loses his shit. Um. So Kent basically goes back and forth
0: with Leon. Well, Jeremiah's just
1: fucking struggling midair.
0: And yeah. Then he releases Jeremiah, and this is my favorite fucking scene. He then
1: poofs out of there, like literally poof. And he leaves with two middle fingers up. Fuck you, bitches. I'm out. Now he knows why the twins were so invested in, like, befriending um, Raylan is because she was the next sacrifice. Yep. So they've had
0: a Marcus... Kynes. Kynes. I'm sorry. Whew.
1: Yeah, so Marcus Kynes, so, like, the Kynes ancestor was one of the three that were saved in the... 1899 tragedy. So 1899 tragedy, all the miners are down there, the mines flood. But three people, they end up turning to cannibalism to survive. And the three of them, it's like the Kynes family, the Lawson family, and the Hadley family, like the ancestors of those three,
2: or the three men
1: that end up surviving. And the way they survive is they basically sell their souls to this god. So we
0: get back to Ray. She's like, I need to make some good ghost content, bitches. And where the fuck do you think she goes? (laughs) She um, wants to do a pretend summoning of the killer who is in the grimoire. So that was referencing back to the scary man with gold eyes. And um, she's like, all right. She lights some candles. She is only going to pretend to do the summoning. And we learn that... A part in the summoning is to like you have to give your own blood to actually summon the um, the demon that will she's come. Like, with I'll this. just
1: leave that part out.
0: Yeah, I'll just leave it out. I thought this was like what the fuck. Um, so she sets herself up. She starts the summoning, and then whoops! As she's drawing her chalk <laughs> circle, she scrapes. <laughs> she get the splinter. She gets a splinter, and now there is blood on the markings that she has set up. So in the grimoire, it gives her, like, this whole, like, thing she has to do to set up, whatever, whatever. And <laughs> this is my fucking favorite Leon scene. Um, She's like, oh, fuck. She, like, feels like things, like, starting to rumble. She's like, I gotta get out of here. She starts to see some, The like, blood
2: is, like, congealing. Conge- yeah, and, like,
0: steaming and everything. Steaming. And she's like— Holy shit! What have I done? And <laughs> then we jump into Leon's point of view, and Leon is summoned.
1: <laughs> and like Ray has no idea, neither does Leon. He's yeah. like, I knew this was coming. Like I knew they lost the wire. It's only a matter of like time before, before someone tries to summon me in that. And he's just like, Let's be dramatic. Like, yeah, rawr, like, Yeah, all he's in like, Leon like, like is like a the- light show over here to like scare the shit out of them and it ends up rain. He's like,
0: are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, he's like, I did always love making a dramatic entrance Entrance. in his inner
1: mind. He's got the smoke going, he's got the wind, the rain is raining harder, like dun dun dun.
0: Like he's like, obviously it doesn't have to be that dramatic for him like to be summoned. He probably just pops up, but he's like, nah, let's fucking give him the full show. Ray is a dumbass and uh, doesn't put two and two together at all, and thinks that Leon was following her and that this is a. It was prank. a prank. Like Leon's just gonna put on a fucking light show, make the weather change, <laughs> <laughs> congeal the blood all of these things just for a
1: fucking prank i love when he goes this woman is a walking disaster a stunning danger to herself and she doesn't even know it <laughs> he's just like jesus christ you fucking idiot you have yes. no clue what you're doing
0: yeah she has no clue and this is all supposed to be pretend anyway um so he realizes that she obviously now has the book and um he needs it to be – he needs it to, like, be able to destroy it. So, but it has to be given
1: willingly. Yeah.
0: like He, he can't, can't just, like, take it. Yeah, he. she has to give up the book. So they argue back and forth. He wants the book, blah, blah, blah. Sexual
1: tension is flaring.
0: Yes. And he is finally – she's finally like, uh, no, stupid. I'm not giving you the book. <laughs> like, I love that she calls him stupid. Like, she's literally like, no, stupid. I'm not giving you the book. And then runs out of the church into the woods. She summoned him. He belongs to her in this way. And, she's and she like, doesn't understand. Yeah, she's like, Leon, what are you doing here? And he's like, because you summoned me, you fucking dumbass. And now he's you like, don't
1: think it. You pervert. You followed me. Like, what? <laughs> he's met you one time. Yeah, he's following around you with a smoke machine and like a lighting show and like he had all this stuff set up because he knew you were going to say he came here he that's what he spends his time doing she ends up getting back to her car okay and gets back home and i choose to believe it's because leon was like in the woods protecting her and she just didn't know
0: oh i 100 percent Agree with that because he probably was out there like kicking l ass, and she's just like, How could he? How could he do this?
1: Yeah, but like, she is aware there's like something creepy in the woods. Um, but she ends up making it home okay. She takes a hot shower and she starts to kind of dissect her interaction with Leon at the cathedral. And even though she doesn't understand this like prank that he pulled off, she's more curious about her reaction to him, and she Is just so turned on by this man like he plays into all of her deep dark fantasies and she's like i wonder how he can like know all this well he's a demon it's his job
0: well he his body is basically doing everything you want it to do so that you're attracted to him
1: (laughs) yeah and so she's like getting ready to go to bed like she basically admits to herself like i already know if he keeps pushing like i'm gonna willingly fuck him like absolutely can I get hey, it? You got finger blasted within like three seconds. Like you're definitely fucking him. You're screwed. Like you've you've already, you've already you're already there. The toe has already dipped into the pond. Get ready <laughs> just to cannonball him all in at this point. <laughs> yeah, just dab on Showy really Hot. So the next morning she wakes up with the memories of a dream. starting to have dreams now. And she's like wandering around in the dark, but she can like smell the ocean, like the sea. And we already know from previous, like with Leon's point of view, the mines smell like salt water because of the oceans below it. So you're starting to see now like, she's definitely tied to this. <laughs> and you start seeing that like, she doesn't even know she's tied to it, but she's having these dreams that eventually keep growing and you have whole new supernatural standpoint on it. But she's starting to have dreams about the mines. So then she like sits down and she wants to watch her footage from the cathedral because she had her cameras propped up when Leon was summoned. And she's like, oh, I got him on camera. I'm gonna see how he did his prank. Nope. She doesn't see Leon on camera. She sees a dark figure with golden eyes and sharp grinning teeth. Cause he's a demon, Demon. he's a demon. (laughs) I do have like an honorable mention funny line here because as she's like talking about like her reaction to Leon she's like fucking hell I've been threatened by a man who stalked me into the woods and my vagina decided to turn on me like this this was on another level of fucked up (laughs) I
0: I could have died and I got wet
1: what? yeah like (laughs) I love the the humor that Harley writes in this book I will say is one of the best like the lines that she makes these like little zingers I love it so over the weekend, Ray has come to terms with the fact that she did, in fact, summon a demon. And this demon is Leon. And she wants, would not be my reaction, but she decides she wants to call him out on it. Like, I know what you are. What it, which is,
0: out? like, I would be like, here's your book. Go away.
1: Yeah, and we're good. <laughs> Please leave. And she starts, like, looking up ways to, like, protect herself. And she, like, Googles the name, like, a local priest who can exorcise <laughs> him. And I'm like, bitch, no. Like, no. he's
0: he is not possessed in someone else's body. He full on. He
1: he is from hell. Like he he is it. He's not visiting. Like no, he. This is him. Like his real form.
0: Wait, can I make a side really quick? So the other night, Stephen and I were watching The Exorcist. So we started watching it downstairs, and then we go upstairs to like lay down. Stephen falls asleep in like the last probably like thirty minutes of it. So oh, I Jesus finished. Christ. I finished The Exorcist by myself, and I love scary movies. Like I'm not. I
1: but that know. one just like.
0: There is something weird about it. So I finish it, like, whatever. Steven's asleep. I've got uh, Bill the cat, who is aka Cheesecake, aka Cheesecake in my life now. So I'm sitting there, laying down. It's probably 30 minutes, and I am like half asleep, half awake. You know, I'm like in a very, like, I'm about to hit a REM cycle. Yeah. And um, all of a sudden, Steven sits up and he goes, No, I'm not kidding. He sits up and goes, mm-hmm. like,
1: oh g- I would kill him. Giggle. I would
0: smack the shit out of him. Then slowly lays back down.
1: Fooky. Spooky. Spooky. back. I'm sorry. So she realizes that like, okay, a local priest, this is insane. Like, there's no way. So she decides that she's gonna keep the grimoire. The one thing that I would have done, she's decided she's not gonna do. She's gonna keep the grimoire and not give it to him as a way of protection. And I what mean, makes this, I just can't, like.
0: I I like get it, like, I wouldn't do that. But at the same time, I guess like, she's on the right track thinking demon-wise. I mean, true, because it all him. plays out for
1: her very well.
0: Yeah, but I mean, like, you can command him, I guess, but then you're also dealing with a
1: fucking demon, so. But she doesn't know
0: that at this point.
1: She has no idea what this grimoire is with him.
0: No, she doesn't, but she knows it's something important,
1: so. Yeah, so on Monday morning, One of the funniest, God, I love it. One of the funniest moments, I think. She's walking across campus Monday morning and Leon finally finds her and asks her where the Grimoire is. And she refuses to give it to him. And she screams, be gone. (laughs) Be gone. (laughs) Be gone, demon. he's like, he like calls her Merlin. He's like, what the fuck do you think you're doing? Like Merlin, like she's a sorcerer that's gonna like ban him back to hell. And he like calls her Merlin, I died it's so good
0: it is their banter is A plus like it, I will say so it a million sassy. times just
1: sassy yes he's so sassy she ends up telling Leon that she knows what he is and shows him the picture that she has and Leon is like completely unbothered and continues to threaten her saying they're gonna have a problem if she doesn't go immediately and bring him that book
0: we're going to have a problem, okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, I'm a fucking demon, and you don't know what your fuck you're fucking You're not scared
1: enough. Yeah, Let like, me scare you more. Roar. <laughs> like <laughs> she, like, continues to refuse him, telling him that she isn't going to play his games. But Leon grabs her <laughs> and starts, like, seductively touching her and whispers all the filthy things he's going to do to her. And we find out that Ray very, very much wants to play with old Leon. She does. But in trying to maintain self-preservation for herself, she like jerks out of his grass. And what does she do? She runs away. She always runs away. Runs away from him. Woo! Bye! (laughs) (laughs) So Leon is like reveling in the fact that she's running because he's a predator. And he loves the thrill of like you said, like she's the prey now. Like the hunt is on.
0: Yeah, she's doing everything he wants. So he's like, keep going, baby girl.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and he's like, it's been too long since he's had the opportunity to do this. Like these are needs that a demon has that have to be met and because he's been locked up with the Hadleys he hasn't had any of this and so like as a demon this is what he like lives off of. So he's super excited (laughs) and he's tracking her down and Leon is annoyed that she's still putting herself in danger by walking alone and he realizes that even if he gets the Grimoire and leaves her the Eld and the Hadleys will continue to try to kill her for their sacrifice and this bothers him. And he kind of shakes it off saying he never met a human, who wouldn't leave him for dead. We start seeing this like damaged part of him. Like he, there's a lot more to this demon. He goes on to say how he's never met a human who wouldn't leave him for dead. So it's not his business to worry about what goes on in the human world. So we get this sense now, there's a past here with Leon and humans and the humans have not treated him kindly. At all. And he says, you know, it's time for Ray to learn to fend for herself. That's not his problem. So he finds Ray going into West Church Cemetery Chapel. He's like, of course she runs to a church. Typical. Oh,
0: God. The scene. <laughs> oh, God. I forgot what were saying So
1: you're, as you're he ar- approaches the church, he senses death is in the air. So he knows the elder close. And when he enters the chapel dramatically, Ray knocks him upside the head with a wooden crucifix, screaming, <laughs> be gone, demon.
2: <laughs> I love this
1: so much. And he goes, oh, stop. Your obsession with trying to bludgeon me to death is getting old. I was dying. Like, let me continue. As she questions him about being a demon, he sarcastically tells her, while clapping his hands, congratulations, you've done it. You've caught the big bad demon. What a marvelous investigator you are. Like, I was <laughs> dying. He, like, snaps her crucifix in two and starts chasing her around the pews. And he eventually corners her. Um, and he sees that she's very much turned on by, like, being chased. And that's her. Cake. he also can, like, sense her hormones. He can sense her heart rate. He can sense all these changes to know, like, when it's fear and when it's arousal. It's like he knows without a fact she's being turned on by this. So as he's leaning over her, he starts to toy with, like, the button of her shirt. He tells her that she lost their game and it's time to get him the book. And he loves her to find determination and challenge him because any other human would have good sense to retreat. But not Ray. Ray just keeps asking for more. Give me it. Give me
0: it to me, boy. Give it to me, boy.
1: So she accuses him of trying to like play nice with her, and he tells her, "Demons don't play nice, doll. We play tricks." (laughs) Which is like, (laughs) and she's like, "What tricks?
0: Tell tricks are for kids. Tell me more."
1: (laughs) So he decides to give her one more taste of what he has, and shows her his forked tongue.
0: Hallie and I's text messages back and forth. I cannot
1: with the forked tongue.
0: Okay, this is how I imagine the forked tongue. It was that picture you sent me where they're, like, taking the selfie in the mirror. But I imagine them having their own mind. Like, both of them are different. You know, they, like, move and – Like, that's how I imagined
1: it. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. Like, Like, it's
0: one big long tongue with two snake tongues that are just like –
1: She describes (laughs) it as monstrous. Like, no. Cannot. I didn't know Um, so but Raylan loves it. And Leon offers to show her more of his tricks, but they're interrupted by an eld bursting through the door. And he's like, so suave. He's like, this game is on pause, doll. Don't think I'm done with you yet. And then like goes to like kill the eld. And the eld look like decaying canines with deer like limbs, a long black tongue, and their teeth like click together. I. It's terrifying.
0: It is. Um, and then I imagine them not on all fours. I imagine them standing. Through. No. Yeah.
1: I agree. I agree. So this is a great part too. Ray's like, Leon, do something. <laughs> and Leon's like, do something. Oh, Leon, do something. Save me, please. Oh, please. What happened to be gone, demon? What happened? <laughs> to trying to bash my head in with a crucifix. <laughs> he ends up killing the eld when he crushes the monster's head in his hands like just doop and we're gone and through doing this he like completely drops his human form and he's like full demon on display and Ray sees that like he has all these colorful tattoos and scars, his veins are like black, his teeth are elongated his eyes are bright and golden and she's like that was the boy in the book I have it's you you are the killer um and she's just in shock but leo just like jumps right back into conversation like nothing happens like now where were we
0: <laughs> sorry no this is the holy water part though he like goes <laughs> up to the my, this is like my favorite thing that we're like i think ray realizes that and also everything we think like about demons and stuff like that he goes up and he takes the holy water off the altar and he uses it to wash his face and get the elder yeah wash all the blood
1: off <laughs> yeah and i was just like Oh god, you're scared. So <laughs> yeah, like, honey, there ain't nothing you can do. Yeah, there's no- if the, he, if the holy water ain't doing it, nothing's doing it.
0: Yeah, you you fucked girl.
1: <laughs> yeah. So he like cleans himself up and he's like telling her what the eldar and like they're coming for her. And Ray is like hearing him, but she's also staring at him thinking he is like the sexiest, most terrifying thing that She's ever seen. Because he's still in demon form.
0: That's my favorite part about this. Like, yeah. he's just, like,
1: looking. And, like, his at hoodie's her. all, like, ripped up. She can see everything now. And she's just like, oh, my God. Fort tongue? What?
0: <laughs> Hi. Thank you. Everything I've wanted and more. Thanks.
1: <laughs> get it. So, as she's kind of processing all this, she ends up turning to leave the church to, like, get some fresh air. And she remembers that she was about to, like, attack him before the yell showed up and we get more into like her kings and fantasies how she wanted him to wrap his blood-stained hands around her throat she wanted him to manhandle Girls sang, man handle her girl saying Manhandle me all day all fucking day
0: i don't even care if you're a demon.
1: Give me some Just manhandle me. Do not three. put your blood-covered hands on my throat, though. I'm not into not that. A, but into please manhandle me.
0: But please, like, throw me down on the bed. And
1: that's it. <laughs> Ravage me.
0: No, like, just only put me on the bed. And then don't fuck. Just the bed.
1: <laughs> so he continues to ask her about the grimoire again. And he's, like, backing her up into this headstone. In the c- they're in the cemetery now. Sexual tension is flying. It's big. And he finally explains to her why he wants the grim wire from her. And Ray wants to know that if she gives it to him, will that make the eld stop coming after her? And Leon, like unable to stop toying with her, gives her this like nonchalant, eh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. And he uses it as a chance to get her to sell her soul to him for protection. Because he's a demon, and demons' job is solely their purpose is solely to possess. <laughs> <laughs> she's like absolutely not yeah but like as Sam. he continue <laughs> uh, no i'm not gonna be damned to hell for the rest of my life so as he continues to seduce her she finally asks him why he won't just do it himself like she's saying no to him but she's like why don't you just do it like you're a big bad demon like just make me and he goes that would be too easy i want you to squirm i want to see you beg if you're going to be damned you need to go willingly we love a consensual demon she starts to beg because she knows she's, like, so close to giving in but doesn't want to. And, like, Leon keeps mocking her. Like, oh, please, please what, please what? And then he's, like, do you want to set your camera up? Basically, they're about to have sex. And she's, like, begging for his forked tongue, Like, she is, like, just take me. Yeah. And he's just, like, humiliating her. <laughs> but she loves it. <laughs> and he's, like, do you want to set your camera up first? This would make for great clickbait. And she's like, you're an ass. And he says, you are what you eat. I can't. <laughs> the way harley LaRue writes her, like, sex talk, is just incredible.
0: Oh, it's so good. I hope this is what Harley does it in real life. Like, this is what I hope for her.
1: I hope this for you, Harley. She has like written in her book, like her acknowledgments or whatever. She's like, thanks to my husband, who I like used to like play out certain scenes.
0: <laughs> oh, in a graveyard. Okay.
1: <laughs> I think just to make it like flow, like I think more from like a position standpoint. I guess. <laughs> like, well,
0: this next position does this work? Like,
1: is this sexy? I don't know.
0: <laughs> mm. Go ahead, Allie. Go ahead and tell us all about this scene. <laughs>
1: Uh. (laughs) so since ray is about to just like combust here she gives in and she asks him to bend her over over the gravestone over the headstone of a dead human and to fuck her please fuck me please thank you the claws are literally out he is full lit- demon form. Like literally, claws are coming out of his fingers. And he's using these claws to tear open her sweater. He then digs his claws into her waist while his forked tongue is in her mouth. <laughs> and he's like nipping out her lip, and he tells her, Say please if you want to breathe. I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> I, Maybe I that's. I would maybe draw the line there like
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna breathe sir thank you um just thanks. say
1: please but I I will like whatever you need at this point Here we're fine After he releases her throat he pops her up to sit on the headstone These poor people who are trying to rest in peace like the rest R. They resting <laughs> rest <laughs> <and> in pussy R.I.P.
0: Rest in pussy
1: Okay <laughs> all right, so he's popping her up on this headstone. He starts attacking her neck, licking and biting. He's marking her all up, and Ray is just in heaven.
0: This is everything she's wanted anymore.
1: And more. Then he drops to his knees and stares up at her as he starts to tear her leggings off with his elongated fangs. <laughs> he then uses his claws to basically claw the rest of her clothes off her body. But
0: she says it's like one fell swoop, like he's just like, shink, yeah, gone, <laughs>
1: shink. He also does something that's like really, really grosses me out, and he smells her underwear, and I hate that. It makes me like cringe. Doesn't he put it in his pocket? He goes back later and grabs oh, it right. and puts it. Oh, sorry, in. sorry, you're sorry. fine. You're fine. <laughs> then he uses his black claws to prick her skin and licks her blood off her thighs, and Ray's like shocked. He just like grins at her. We're still I, good. This is I did where I not, start.
0: I did not hate that. I'm not gonna lie to you. I love that. I loved it so much. I loved the lick so much.
1: Yeah, Taylor really likes her like blood kink over here. It's not blood kink, it's yeah, just licking. That's a little bit. I guess I just that's that's a a bit. <laughs> All of this is good until this part. I start taking a turn here. And he says, You think I won't consume every last bit of you? I'll fucking <laughs> eat you alive. That's fine, but the next sentence is where I detour. I won't be satisfied with merely your blood. Your blood, piss, sweat, and cum, I want it all. You can have all that, but my piss. You will not be having my piss. <laughs> like, I- <laughs> oh, God. And I guess it's like such a, like,
0: I have to think like demons are just like extremely primal. And I guess, but when I did read that, I like highlighted it and just like, my note was what the
1: fuck. It made me very, very nervous that there was going to be, like, piss play in this book. And I was like, I can't. If that's what you want to do, that's fine. I, myself, like, that's where I draw the line.
0: Yeah, I don't. Um, please leave me and my bowel movements and my, my movements. <laughs> in my body alone. Leave my
1: urine out of it. I wish you guys I- could see Allie's face this is like the moment I was like, oh, this is kind of hot. Weird, but I'm into it. And then that line, I'm just like, excuse me. He said what? What was that? <laughs> oh, you're, is her piss? Oh, okay. So then he's like, abandon your inhibitions now. You won't have use for them anymore. I will have use for my pee. You don't need to use my pee. Yeah, this is, it's it's me. It's just uh, like, that's going to go away. You don't I'm want I'm sitting it. on a headstone with my clothes ripped off my body. I'll let you do whatever, but you're going to keep my urine in my body.
0: Honestly, I would be such an asshole and I would start like eating asparagus every meal so that my
1: <gasps>
2: smell oh, bad and I'd be like, do you want, want it now? That makes you me want
1: to vomit. Now? I hate that you said that, you vile human being. I hate that. I hated that. <laughs> oh my God. Ugh, I'm going to throw uh, – that's why I don't eat asparagus. I don't even eat asparagus for that reason.
0: You don't eat asparagus? No, because asparagus.
1: it freaks me out. Like that, All that, no. I don't want to smell, so I don't need it. Kelly's not in a good spot. But don't worry, it continues to get worse for me here. Because he then flicks his split tongue out at her, and it was monstrous. This monstrous forked tongue is, like, flipping around in her face. And I'm like, whoa, back up, honey. She's like, no, 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 I want to feel that. So he flips her upside down. Picture this. Standing 69, but in reverse. It's a spread eagle legit like just flips her over her glasses fall to the ground i don't know why that made me laugh like the fact that we didn't note that (laughs) i was like of course like this girl's literally getting turned inside out
0: well i mean it's like in the movie chicago and she's like and the last move number 69 (laughs) the spread eagle
2: that's
1: now i'm just picturing chicago i'm gonna start singing that oh my gosh stop
2: she She had had it coming
1: (laughs) She had a gun. she did have she asked me. He
0: only had himself to blame.
2: By the if way. You we, have if you would have been there. If you'd have seen it, <laughs> <laughs> you know you would have done the same.
1: So guys, we started this episode recording in the morning. It is now late afternoon, and we are drinking wine and tequila palomas. So to get through these scenes that we're about to go through. So Again, it's back on the table. Every time Taylor sings, we will take a sip. Not, don't gulp it like I did last time, or else you won't be able to understand what I'm saying by the end of the <laughs> episode. I apologize for Punk 57 Part 2 if you listened. <laughs> I feel like I'm about to be Punk 57 Part 2. I'm down. I'm so down. All to take. Here we go again. He uses his long, monstrous forked tongue to fuck her. Yeah,
0: he gets up in them goods.
1: The visual of a long, monstrous tongue fucking her I don't is need that just too much for me it's like it's like a cartoon porn like i it's not I'm just like what I think excuse me
0: I um you and I interpret scenes very differently, like I just read them and move on. you like visualize them fully 100 percent I don't because that visualization just made me upset. Like I, and especially like, okay, I want you to just take a step back. I want you to be another person going to visit your family member who has passed away in this graveyard. And you just happen to look over and this
1: is going on. This is the scene you see. (laughs) So after she comes, he flips her back around and puts, don't worry, he puts her glasses back on her. God forbid.
2: She's not? (laughs) Uh,
1: Whatever. Then we see his dick. It is huge with two extra ridges. Which
0: I, guess I don't I don't know if I even understand.
1: I think that like makes sense if you're like talking about like sex toys and stuff. But like I really don't feel a difference if there's a ridge or not. Maybe I'm just not as sensitive. Yeah,
0: like when people like ribbed condoms. Like- it makes
1: no difference to me. I, yeah, I couldn't tell you.
0: I couldn't either, and maybe, my, maybe we just have desensitized vaginas. Maybe because we're just big old swords.
1: <laughs> as we blush at all of this. <laughs> I know, but that doesn't even bother me. What bothers me is this wording. There is a swell on the underside. What does that mean? Because I'm picturing like an extra sack hanging down, and I'm just like, what is that? What? I think it's like,
0: um, not to get graphic here, folks, but you know, like on penises, there's just that little, like, bleep, maybe that underneath. I don't know the sign. The vein. Type. Yeah, but is it? No, no, no. Isn't that where people get like their uh, the Prince Andrew piercing? Is or I Prince have no what, idea. Isn't that what's called Edward? What's that? What's that? What's the piercing? <laughs> Prince <laughs> William. Prince Harry piercing. <laughs> the Queen Elizabeth piercing. Like, what is that?
1: I'm gonna have to research. Um,
0: I would have to do, but I'm gonna have to get back to you on that one.
1: I think that is just a bigger port, a port, a bigger point in his penis. Um, I just don't like the word "swell" on the underside. Like that description, just huh?
0: What it makes it really hard to like understand what his penis looks like. I need somebody
1: to do a fan drawing of this penis. I don't. I do. I I need (laughs) to see it. You need someone to draw his dick. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah. So then he dares her to try to run from him, and Ray loves this, like the struggle, the like cat and mouse game, which I appreciate it. I love a good struggle, like a fake struggle. I love it. Love it. So we're getting yeah, back like on a, track
0: now. A little game.
1: Of yeah, just a little come little get game. me. So she tries to crawl away, but he easily catches her and calls her pathetic. <laughs> just. Kidding. And so as they fuck, he comes back to the topic of her soul and taunts her with the idea that this could be her fate if she just gives her soul to him. And he's like, all it takes is a simple bargain in your mind, mind to use and pleasure, however I wish, Mind to mark, mind to hurt. And she's just like, excuse me? Like, I think she's having enough here. She's fucking a demon with different body parts. Like, let her have a moment.
0: Yeah, I think she's really trying to take it a lot right now. <laughs> um. But you know what I noticed, though, Hallie? Every time in the rest of the sex scenes, you will notice he brings up this whole give me your soul thing because he knows this is what she loves. Like, you know, I think it's it's his bargaining chip. Like, you could keep having this
1: if you give me your soul. Yeah. So she's still like, no. But then she tells him to come inside of her. All right. Let's just back up. This goes back to my whole, not issue, but just like, Eh, with the book because, like, it's so fast and, like, their first time I'm having sex and she's, like, telling him to come inside of her. Like, hello, you could have a demon baby. We know afterwards they approach the subject afterwards that that can't happen. But, like, what? You're just gonna let anybody come inside of you? Well,
0: again, Hallie, you have to think this is a supernatural being and I think that he is doing everything that she wants in her desires that she's not even saying because he can sense it. I know it's hard. I know it's hard to, like, get into that. It's it is hard re- with
1: how quick the timeline is for me yes. to, like, fully go there. Exactly. I do agree. But I still enjoyed the sex scene. The girl can ride a damn sex scene. She S- sure as shit can. Like, literally, she's be- – he's, like – he tells her she has to beg for it. And she does. And she already knows that, like – She's already given herself up to this demon. Like there's no going back now. He just obliterated all of her fantasies and like then some
0: with his weird cock.
1: <laughs> <laughs> with his fork. I'm more the fork tongue. I- some people really that excites them. I just can't do it. Mm, no. Yeah,
0: well, and it's not like the fork tongue that you think um you know,
1: cuz people like get that surgically done. Yeah, cuz she even says like I've seen body modifications like this, but like nothing like what he has.
0: Which made me think it is a, like, a tongue with two little snake little...
1: It, that's ex- exactly.
0: And they have a mind of their own. Like, they're just...
1: I wish <sighs> I had the name of the artist that did all the fan drawings for this book. We'll be posted on her Instagram because she's amazing and really helped me wrap my head around... Yes. really things here.
0: Yeah. That helped me a lot as well.
1: Man, I wish I knew her name. We'll find her and I'll post her on Instagram. Give her a little shout out. So post-coital. <laughs> I just can't I said postcoidal. Postcoidal. <laughs> while snuggling against the headstones, Leon realizes he is foolishly, madly fucked. Because <laughs> he is a simp for all Ray and wants to take her back to hell with him. He shall do. And we find out that he never like, planned to offer her this deal, but he is becoming so addicted to Ray that he just, like, needs to possess her. But as a demon, he couldn't possibly offer her protection out of sympathy and kindness because he had dealt with humans long enough to know better. And we see again this, like, okay, clearly there's some backstory here, like, him and humans, and he's been wronged by them before.
0: Right. He's got some trust
1: issues with the human race. Yeah. So before they leave the cemetery, Ray questions him about who summoned him and Abloom, and Leon tells her about the Hadleys and how they summoned him for generations to protect themselves from the Eld. And she's like, "You mean to tell me that Kent Hadley is a wizard?" No,
0: no, he's not.
1: He's a cult leader. He's just a day. magician. That's fine. What? <laughs> okay. He advised her to stay inside at night, to like burn rosemary all the time because they hate that scent, and to stay away from the Hadleys. And of course, because he tells her to stay away from the Hadleys, she's like, huh, well, if Kent's a magician, then he can help me. And Leon's like, are you not listening to me? Like, are you kidding? He has me
0: captive. I'm I was his captive. And not only just Ken's captive, like, his whole fucking family's captive. Like, yeah. we didn't really touch on that. Like, he, Hundreds it, of years
1: this has been happening to him. Yeah.
0: Like, he has been with this same family protecting them from the eld. So it's like, are you a dumb girl? Like, he's telling you these people are bad. And you're just like, mm, you know what? No, I don't believe the demon <laughs>
1: that I just had yeah. sex with. He feels like he owes her something. So he tells her about Morpheus, Lehman, and what he found down in the mines. So we're going back to the 1899 tragedy. And Morpheus Lehman actually owned the mines. And while they were trapped down there, they discovered remnants of like an old, long forgotten religion centered around this weakened God that spoke to him when they were in the dark. And he found the grimoire written by a powerful witch and by extension, he found Leon's name. He also found the iron amulet that Kent wears, which is why, Leon hasn't been able to kill Kent or his grandfather or father and all these other men in their family that have had him captured. That's with this amulet that this witch made. Um, And then Morpheus' son changed their last name to Hadley after his father's cult almost got them ran out of town. So the Hadleys descend from Morpheus Lehman. And that's how Leon came to be in their family. So Ray is like, yeah, right. This is just a story. I'm a professional ghost hunter, okay? Like, I know. I have a blog.
0: It's like how <laughs> am I being like, yeah, we're professional podcasters because we have a fucking podcast. I'm like, an
1: author because I, like, talk about books on a podcast.
0: And it's me, kay? okay? Okay.
1: <laughs> and she's like, well, even if he has a cult, like, so what? He just, he's not going to try to, like, recruit me. And Leon tells her that Kent plans to sacrifice her. He's like, all right, fine. Let me just tell you then. He's going to kill you. And she's like, your uh ploy for my soul won't work. I'll survive without your deal just fine. And he goes, says the girl who just got fucked by a demon. <laughs> Zing. <I love> <laughs> bitch like he literally is like mm,
0: gay. oh yeah because mm. your
1: moral compass is so straight right now like yeah, are you you're kidding really
0: good you're the best
2: <laughs>
1: so leon goes to explain that even though she shouldn't be ashamed of her sexuality she should consider her options now that she has flung herself down this basic magical rabbit hole and she explains that she has considered her options and selling her soul isn't one of them so he can have the grimoire and leave her alone So, when they arrive back at their house, they find Cheesecake outside sitting on the steps, and Leon can feel something's off. And they see that some little cheesecake. Leon sees that someone has broken into her cabin and stolen the grimoire. And he can smell the scent of a witch and knows that it must be Everly. Um, But this confuses him because he believes Everly isn't like her father. And he goes on to explain how she was pretty much held captive just as much as he was in that family. And he wonders if she was sent here by Kent or if she took it for herself since it was written by the founding witch of her coven. And so the grimoire is her birthright. So he knows everybody took it, but he's just kind of like interested to see why she would. He kind of makes this like foreshadowing sentence about how like she has all this power, but she doesn't know how to harness it. And that one day if she ever did, she would just be like a really, she could be a big problem.
0: Oh, huge like, one. Like super powerful. That. A whole nother issue.
1: I think that's just like a foreshadowing for like book three. I, I'm telling you, book three has got to be about Everly and Callum. And I think that's like a foreshadowing line of like, what's about to come. Old bitch is about to get crazy. She gonna call some shit up in them labs. Yes. So Leon realizes there's an eld approaching them and Cheesecake is outside keeping guard so they're sitting there and cheesecake is snatched up but don't worry because leon loves cats
0: my fucking heart dropped
1: and the fact that this one belonged to ray well perhaps that made me a bit more determined to not see it die i didn't think i could hear your heartbreak like that and hell the little creature was fierce what else so small with face down the L with a puffed tail and some tiny claws? So he goes after to save Cheesecake. I can't deal with it. And Ray decides that she's got some balls. She's not going to stay inside like Leon ordered her to do because it's Cheesecake. And she has to save her cat. So she grabs a baseball bat to go look for them. And she finds Leon bleeding next to a tree holding precious Cheesecake. The Eld is still roaming around, and so he tells her to go inside, cover the windows, turn on all the lights, and to burn rosemary and cinnamon. And I love how she, like, she does what he says, but she. Like cluster fucking around her home, and then she finally like, settles down with her big fat cat and her knife on the couch, like waiting for something to happen. Like, okay, now what? <laughs> yeah, what do I do now? But it was funny because she's like, I was sc-
0: like s- scouring her like her pantry, her, her pantry, <laughs> and she just is like, I just had dried rosemary already yeah. <laughs> and some cinnamon, ground cinnamon. Like, you just like mix that in a
1: bowl, match Hell it yeah. on fire.
0: <laughs> she was like, the shit didn't even really light, so I just kept it like steeping by the front door. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, so the next morning, Ray still doesn't believe the Hadleys are a cult, but she does believe the Eld are real. So she decides she's going to upload her video in hopes of someone who knows more about them seeing it and offering to help her get rid of them. So while Ray is sitting in the library editing her video, she feels like someone is choking her. <laughs> who can it be? No other than her favorite demon, Leon, who is looking hot as fuck in some gray sweatpants and his claws are out his eyes are golden he is ready to play and i love her inner monologue here wearing those was just mean his dick print in them was obscene and then she's like don't look down ray don't you dare look at that thick hunk of meat it does amazing it man sculpts yeah so after warning her that hell will come for her if she uploads this video he tries his hand at getting her to give her soul to him again which she continues to turn down so he starts to kind of play with her to get what he wants and he's like leaning over her chair asking what she's so afraid of and how she should be more worried about other monsters at her door because if they consume you it won't be nearly as fun as our little games and Ray's just like panting, like literally panting (laughs) and he tells her to spread her legs and she does like immediately and he knows like he has won this battle. And he's like, oh Ray, you poor pathetic little human. Are you gonna beg? And she does. So he laughs and he pulls away. You know, he's like, it's really too bad for you that I enjoy seeing you suffer. But frankly, thinking of you having to get through your next class with your panties soaked, just gives me the warm and fuzzies. And it pieces out.
0: I will say, this reminded me of Punk fifty-seven with Misha. I agree. When he's when he's like, it does it. Yeah, you're right. We did have a deal. But it gives me more joy just to watch you be pissed off. Like, it is...
1: And he's like, do you uh, want to give me that grimoire that. now, bitch? Yeah, he's like,
0: you want to keep playing our game? Thanks.
1: So, Ray's, of course, pissed. She claims to hate him. But she also knows that he isn't done with her yet. And the next morning, while we're getting on our video... The creepy little Hadley twins reach out to her to hang out, but she turns them down. And as she's getting dressed for the day, she hears a bang against her house. And she assumes the Eld are back to get her. So she decides that because during the day, maybe they'll be weaker. So she's going to go grab her bat and her knife this time and try to go kill them on her own. These I monsters just, need to learn not to fuck with Raylan Lawson. That's what yeah, she did.
0: These you monsters. You just you tell these supernatural. If the demon is struggling to kill them, yeah, you're a little human ass. Yeah, you're knife and
1: bat for sure. You, you got, got this, sister. honey. You're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> Literally. So she goes to like SWAT at the Eld, and she realizes it's not a monster; it's Leon. And Leon is like limping around with these Eld heads and these stakes. And when Ray asks if he killed all the Eld he's like mocking her he's like did you kill all of them and he's like no i didn't kill all of them i led them away and then she's like kill this for me leon kill that for me leon i know do you have the- any the- idea how goddamn tired i am you humans expect me to kill everything for you i was done kill
0: protect kill protect kill
1: this leon kill that leon like no bitch i'm doing the best he's I so can. good that's what i'm saying he's just like what do you expect from me so as leon begins to stake these heads around her yard to discourage other elves from coming around. right? he's like, um, I came to something dead animals in my yard. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry. Do they not fit your aesthetic? Would death fit your aesthetic better?
0: Okay, let's say, let's put this in my perspective. Let's say all of a sudden, Demon Boy shows up in my house and is telling me all these things, and I got these fucking clickety-clackety creatures outside my house trying to kill me. <laughs> like, I would be doing what he said. You know, and then if I knew- That's the thing.
1: It's like he is the professional here, not you. So seeing that he's clearly in a sassy mood and he is severely injured from saving her cat, she tells him to come inside so she can clean his wound and help him out. Here we go again. (laughs) God, it just gets so good. (laughs) Just go ahead. ahead. We do get some good information here, though. So Leon's like showering. Thinking about how desperate he is to possess Ray and getting all turned on by her soap, because it's a way that she's marking him. Like literally, oh, this smells (laughs) so good. He is because he goes on to say how like this is a way for like her to mark him, and then we get into why demons love marking so much. And demons like to leave their marks, like some are temporary, some are permanent. And a mark was a bond or a claim. Zane and Leon have marks with each other.
0: A little ear piercing.
1: Zayn pierced his ear and Leon pierced Zane's tongue. I know. But Which these, I didn't
0: hate. But then I, I loved was like, it. I was like also like their relation. I, I needed, I would have loved to know. I, I need some novellas.
1: I right? wanted more Zane in this book.
0: I, w- I want more novellas
1: is what I want. I thought I it was going to be like a threesome at some point. But I did
0: too, And I need the misadventures of cheesecake. I need some novellas about life and hell when Zane and Leon were together i Tear it need up. These. Yeah. i need these things
1: i agree i'm invested
0: Harley.
1: yeah <laughs> yeah so these bonds but are, are also weaknesses and vulnerabilities and he's had to learn this lesson the hard way and he goes on to say the very nature of human delicacy made them appealing it wasn't easy to keep them alive they died they broke they faded trying to keep a human alive could drive one mad and again, we're seeing this whole other level of Leon. Like, there's a story there with him and a human that has broken him in some way. So Leon feels like this odd sense of nostalgia sitting with Ray in her home. And he reminisces about his home back in hell that he hasn't set foot in, in over a century. Over 100 years he hasn't been home. He's thinking about his home that's familiar and safe. And he realizes he doesn't even know what safety feels like anymore. Because he's been enslaved and tortured by the Hadleys for 100 years. And Ray asks if there's any other demons in Abram. And he's like, there could be, I haven't met them, but basically everywhere there are humans, there are demons because demons are drawn to the brightness that human lives have. So he, I love how she writes this, like demons are more like smoldering coals. They burn on and on. They're very dull and they kind of flare every now and out again, but humans are like this explosion of like fire and like light. And that's why they're driven to it, to humans so much. They're they like, want to own this, like, light that the humans like have. like,
0: bugs to, like, an outside lamp. Like yes. You know, like a I light.
1: loved that. I loved I that really whole, did. Like, it, it, thing that she did.
0: Well, it put demons in perspective to, for me. Like, yes, they're this evil thing and, like, blah, blah, whatever. But it, it did. It put that all into perspective for me.
1: And so she then talks, of him, talks to him about Zane, And he explains that they were once lovers, but now they are just companions who share similar pleasurable taste.
0: Which, you know what? I loved it. This is why I I need a novella.
1: I loved it. And then she's like, Well, she's kind of laughing. And she's like, Well, are all demons like you? And he assumes that she's talking about demons being bisexual. And he's like, Well, yeah, because we don't need a label for our attraction like humans do. But she's really asking if all demons are like so closed off and replace emotions with anger or sarcasm. And we get this like another little nugget of like, depth to Leon here and he's like years of torture and solitude will have you learn that anger is the safest emotion it's strong it's a fire that will keep you going in the dark and so Ray starts to kind of pick up on some things that like Leon isn't everything that she thought and he's definitely had his struggles in the past <laughs> so I don't know he's clearly suffered in his life and so much so that her gentle touch like makes him flinch that's so sad to me yeah, because it's like, it's
0: it's sad because there's almost this human take on Leon. Yes.
1: yeah. And so as they talk about hell, Leon states that he just aches for hell. Like, he really misses it. And Ray asks what he did for fun. And we find out that Leon was an explorer and a wanderer. He would just, like, wander around these different parts of hell that, like, people are too afraid to go to or didn't ever go to. And... Leon tells her that he's envious of her curiosity and how she's still able to look at the world with fascination because he's unable to, because he goes, if you live in the dark long enough, you'll forget what the light feels like.
0: And it just, it's so, it's so sweet. Sad. Well, it's also so sad for him. I know. What did a be, be Leon?
1: So then she like cleans his wounds and she offers him the couch to sleep on. But Leon needs more than just a couch if she wants him to stay. (laughs) He tells her to indulge him and convince him to stay by telling him her deepest, darkest desires. So at first, Ray doesn't want to answer him and tries to protect her deep, dark fantasies. But Leon uses that little nudge trick um, that he does with her brain, and Ray secretly loves it. And I like this kind of insight into Ray because she isn't scared the demon was going to judge her. She knew that he would embrace whatever she told him, which was the scary part. Like trusting him with these intimate pieces of herself, she knew he was gonna accept it and indulge her in it. And I think that's interesting take of, like, where that fear comes from. Like, it'd be easy as a reader to be like, oh, it's because it's a demon. He may, like, judge her for it. But it's like, no, this person's not ever going to judge you for anything because he's a demon. Oh,
0: nothing. Because he literally isn't human and they don't think like us.
1: Like, and he's going to completely fulfill it. And where, like, you always fantasize something. But sometimes you get fantasies that you don't necessarily want to happen, but they're fun to think about. But, like, with Leon, it's going to happen.
0: Yeah, tell him what it is. He'll provide I promise. It is
1: going to happen. She begins to tell him about the things that she wants him to do to her. And we learn that Ray's into sadomasochism. And she wants him to hurt her, make her suffer, rub it in her face how much she likes it. She fantasizes about him making her bleed. She fantasizes how easily he could kill her. But he doesn't because he wants to use her as his doll. Which is why he calls her doll. (laughs) That's why he does. He's a little sex doll. And let me tell you, Leon delivers. I mean, in this scene, we hit um, spanking. Check. Lip biting and blood licking. Check. Check, check. Then he (laughs) pins her down to the coffee table with invisible restraints. Check. Which... Oh my god, how fun. <laughs> Die? <laughs> like how fun. <laughs> um, degradation, check. Um yeah, at so one fun. point he tells her that she's hell's little whore. Um, how she's so eager for all the wicked things to call out of the dark and it take her. And he goes, Wicked things aren't gentle. And then he tells her all the time, you've been playing in the dark. Is this what you're waiting for? For some evil thing to come take you? Basically. I would die. I, I, would, die. I would just drop dead. Drop dead. And we get insight, which is what I love about these scenes with Harley as a writer. She gives us insight into why Ray has these fantasies. And she explains how Ray's always chased fear. So that she could experience it on her own terms and exactly the way she wanted. And that in fear, she found desire. And in fear, she lived all these ancient sensations that demanded to know that she was alive and struggling and feeling. And so, I mean, it's proven people can feel feel desire from fear. And that's what that's why she loves this so much from like a psychological point, which I love reading about. I love reading about like the why of all this. So right well it
0: just also like makes their sexual I guess joint. compatibility and incompatibility makes sense like yeah. you know because it's all the things that she wants which what was it uh non-consensual consent yeah
2: it makes Consensual sense
1: non-consent
0: and i love that Harley had the scene cuz it it like When we were blushing, 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 blushing all the way up to the scene about everything they were doing, I was like, how do we keep going with this? Because I don't think, you know, it gives you bad, it gives you those icky feelings. And now there's no ick
1: whatsoever. It goes back to, like, when I said, I felt like it moved so fast. There wasn't any, like, something to, like, ground it. But then you get into, like, these scenes where they have more, like, personal conversations. And you get to, like the more development of the character and why they are the way they are and why they think these things. And so then, like, these scenes from here on out that come up that are still so wild to me, it isn't as, like you said, like, the ick factor for me is kind of gone because I now have something substantial that, like, kind of grounds what's happening. Um, like, in the beginning, I think that's what I struggled with with some of their scenes, that it just moved so quick for me that I was just, like... uh, what
0: (laughs) well you do and that's like why i'm so happy harley went out of her way to give you these scenes with like talking and things like that that was good yeah
1: and i love this one she delivers these one-liners that just ray at one point says if this was sin i'd gladly purchase my one-way ticket to hell girl same (laughs) sign me up I will meet you at the train station. Let's go. All, <laughs> All aboard. aboard. Let's go. <laughs> All aboard. So we've got spanking, lip biting, and blood licking. He pins around the coffee table with invisible restraints. Degradation, check. Then we have this predator-prey fantasy come in, which I've learned I have love in this book. I, yeah. Um, at one point, <laughs> I think I texted Taylor this during the scene. At one point, he tells her to shut the fuck up and to open her fucking mouth. And I'm telling you right now, if my husband ever said those words to me in the right moment, I would do anything he wants. Anything. <laughs> I mean, anything. Probably same. The right um, moment, like the right moment of right. like, shut the fuck up and open your fucking. Yes, Daddy. I guess. Yes, <laughs> Daddy, Whatever sorry. you need, Daddy. Daddy, Daddy? Sorry.
0: sorry, Daddy. Daddy? <laughs> sorry, um, because it's. I guess for Hallie and I, everyone has to kind of understand this. We are so oh – my God. We're so type A. And it's just – We're like, so
1: sassy and, like, too so big for our britches all the time. Yes,
0: And when you – like, my husband puts me in my motherfucking place. I'm Ooh. like,
1: oh, boy.
2: Oh, give it to me. <laughs> like, help I'm me. I'm because
0: it's a good piss. But it's like – He'll be like, Taylor, you're not, you're being a bitch. And I'll be like, you just got me a bitch. Like the 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 perfect line. And then he's like, no, you're being one and knock it the fuck off. And I'm like, boy, show me some of that. Yeah. Like I am I'm okay, gripping my microphone. I'm gripping my microphone so fucking hard right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like,
2: yeah.
1: Steven, can't wait for you to get home. He's on his way home. <laughs> no, I'm the same way. Like when Sean fits in my place, I'm just like, excuse me. But then, like, he keeps it. And I'm like, all right, shit, calm down, damn, hon.
2: Yeah, right. whatever you, you need. You okay, win. I'm all right, boy, i
1: okay. <laughs> I think it's obviously secretly like being a brat because then I get that reaction. I'm like, huh.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you guys tell us to stop being a brat. <laughs> We're not. We're not. <laughs> then we have aggressive mouth fucking. Check. Um at one point he like starts to tease her, like mock her, and he's like, oh, is that too much, little doll? I hate it as little doll though, It, like creeps me out. But dolls take whatever their masters want, don't they? Excuse me? What? Jesus
0: Which is so Christ. funny because they're not they're not in that level yet. Like she hasn't given her soul over to him. So it's not really a master, but it's like, again, this
1: is oh, what I want. She gone. She gone. She in love. <laughs> you know, then we got some eating ass. Check. <laughs> with the forked on? Um, this is where I have an issue, though. Um. I'm sorry, but, like, the second time you have sex with someone, like, part one, we had a wild, crazy sex. Part two, because your vagina's too sore, he's like, oh, then... That'll be mean of me to fuck your vagina, so I'm just going to have to break in another hole instead. Excuse me? No, 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 no. We will not be breaking in another hole. My but, like My me is still, is still healing. Let's not ruin another one.
0: Which is the appropriate hole for the Zacks. Thank you.
1: For your monster dick. Like, I, I, can we not? And then she writes these words that, guys, I'm sorry. Harley, I do love you. But reading these words, actually... Like, I felt vomit come up in my mouth, and it was the forked sides probed licking my puckered hole. Um, yeah, I didn't like that. Probed, uh, forked, puckered. All three of those in a sentence like that, I can't do it. Well, it was no. just
0: three words that I realized I really hated.
1: I really hate those words. Like, really. Like I just Fork was like, sides Whoa. probed Licking my puckered hole That's like poetry But like the bad poetry <laughs> It kind of like rhymes A little bit You know
0: Fork Probed And puckered Fork sides probed probe. Licking
1: my puckered hole Like it kind of rhymes A little bit And just that blur Of a sentence I'm just like Why? Why 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 Don't use those words Use something else I don't know what words You're the author Not me But I cannot read These words anymore I cannot I can't be Oh person. my god so anyway, we just get past that. Again, it's really just the forked tongue. Just really gets me. I just can't. Then we're not done. Then we have the shocker. Anybody remember the shocker from like high school, middle school? The, the with signs you. with your hands you would do.
2: Yeah.
0: Yes, two I in do. the pink,
1: one, in the, one stink. in the stink. That's what's happening right now. He does. He gives her a little, a little. Moment. And then because that's not enough, we go straight to anal.
0: Yeah, he warms her up, and then he's like, let's go. Which this isn't is appropriate for, I would say, for anal. It's appropriate. I just want to
1: know if he had, like, a checklist going that they just checked off as crazy as they could get. Like, let's just mark off all these. Because this scene, the second time I do, the second time they've ever had sex, this is where we're at.
0: Again... But, yeah, you're not going to listen to him when
1: he tries to tell you what, like, how to keep you safe. You're not going to trust him on that. But you'll trust him to do literally anything with your body. Right. But we won't trust the demon when he talks about demon thing. We don't care about about the temple. but Yeah. I'm going to still go befriend the the Hadleys for help. But, mm, yeah, you can do whatever you want to my ass. No. (laughs) What?
0: You can do whatever you want to my ass.
1: (laughs) It just doesn't make sense to me. And it's not a Leon. Thing. It's a, it's a, it's a Ray character thing that I don't like in Ray. I'm just like, I, I, okay, you do you, girl. Cool. Let's see how far this gets you. Not very far.
0: Let's see how much protection you get now.
1: Uh, Ray is just like, she is literally, flo- this is how she describes what she's feeling floating in darkness, swaddled in sin, vibrating with the wicked culmination of the fantasies coming to life. Homegirl's broken. Like, he broke her. She's ruined. She is deceased from orgasms. Like, she has taken a beating. She's done. She is down for the count. Living in euphoria. And I love this part. She's staring at her coffee table. (laughs) I love the way Harley writes this. She writes the coffee table as, it's my sacrificial altar, the shrine on which I've offered up my sins to a demon to eat.
2: I yummy, yummy, yummy!
1: I love like the sacrificial like altar point of like she's now looking at her coffee table. Like, damn, I'm gonna have to sell that. <laughs> Can never eat off that coffee table again.
0: <laughs> Nothing. Gonna have to just keep that going for me. Thanks.
1: So Leon brings her mint tea and cookies, and if a hot demon is bringing me tea and cookies after killing me from orgasms, sign me up. I'm here for it. Sean, right. you bring me cookies and tea after sex. hundred percent. Like, see where you at because I don't have any of that ever. But Leon isn't as, as unaffected as he seems because he immediately passes out on her couch. And Ray is just like, oh, my God, this is a paranormal investigator's wet dream. She has a DN on her couch passed out with Cheesecake as his company. And so what does she do? She starts taking pictures of him with his black veins and his claws and his pointy ears are out. He has pointy ears now. We didn't learn that until now. Well. I be pointy ears. Little fake ears. And she's thinking about who exactly she can show this proof to for help. And she keeps coming back to the Hadleys. And she convinces herself that even though she's getting closer to Leon and enjoying him... He's still a demon who's going to only be up for himself and getting what he wants from her. So she decides the Hadley's are the only ones that can help her. And she's going to go seek their help. Whatever. So Ray decides that – so Leon's basically still asleep. Like he's been asleep for like two days now on her couch with cheesecake. And with, key words, with cheesecake. With cheesecake, cuddled up. <laughs> So Ray comes home one day and she decides she is going to form a binding circle around Leon so that he can't leave her house. So he can protect her. So that if a monster comes, you know, I I can't. Her logic here just, like, really annoys me again because she doesn't have the grimoire so that you can't control Leon. But she's going to do a binding circle to lock him in in her living room. So if a monster comes, he can't help you because he can only stay in the circle. Because he's locked in a circle. This is, like, one of these devices that I don't understand fully. To me, it's just kind of useless. It was used – it was a story plot put in here so that we could eventually get to Leon and uncovering his traumatic past. It doesn't make sense, the story for me, to her, like, to even do this, except just to, like, somehow be a gateway into, like, Leon's traumatic past. It's just dumb to me. This is where I was just like, okay, cool, whatever. So then she goes outside to decorate her new little eld heads on stakes. and she
0: thinks that, she's like, well, it's the fall, you know, people, it's Halloween, they'll think it's decoration, so let me find a way to disguise these eld heads on stakes.
1: Yeah, so she goes outside to, like, decorate them, and she calls and talks to her dad, and her, her dad, I don't know, she's kind of, like, talking to her dad, like, figuring out, you know, why they left, and he's just like, oh, you know, those small towns, they just kind of get in your business, and. We wanted more. whatever and then she hears her name being screamed roared right daddy leon is up he is and he is fucking pissed he is like
0: because the binding circle has fucking worked so
2: pissed. <laughs> pissed leon
0: wakes up Raylan realizes, again, that the binding circle has worked for her. So she's kind of, like, stunned. Gets off the phone with her dad. Like, I gotta go. <laughs> gotta go back. Uh, there's a demon in the house. Sorry. And Leon is pissed. And I, like, understand him being pissed in this.
1: Oh, I was team because- Leon here
0: 1,000%. Oh, because she's, like, yet again, still not understanding that he... Isn't gonna leave. Like that's that's the thing that pisses me off the most is like he's not leaving. He could have left. He could have tracked down the Grimoire. Like you know what I mean. He could have taken these extra steps. He's staying with you. Like stop being such a fucking idiot. He's
1: been outside every night hunting down L. That tried protecting you.
0: Like he has no reason to. Pr- like that's what she doesn't realize. There's nothing keeping her. You know, him to her anymore. Other than he wants to be there. So. She kind of explains this whole thing to him, that she thought it would be good so she could keep him and that he would obey her and that, you know, if he wanted out of the circle, he would have to do what she said, blah, 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 blah.
1: I love how she explains, like, oh, it's a binding circle. And his reaction reminded me of Leo DiCaprio in Wolf of Wall Street when he's trying to tell Margot Robbie, Margot, Margot Robbie about Vienna. It's like, oh, Vienna. He's like, oh, it's a binding circle. Oh, Wow! Is oh, that you what know that is? so much about that. Like that, she certainly never encountered a yeah. goddamn binding circle. It reminds <laughs> me of Leonard Capri on Wolf of Wall Street. Like that's actually really good. She's
0: still, you know, trying to tell him like this is why I did this, and he's like, "All right, listen. Like, I understand. I'm in a binding circle." He kind of like tries to level with her really quick, and then he shows this really like sad side of him, where
1: he's he so triggered. Like, he is yeah, so triggered so in this moment. Upset. It's sad.
0: He's trying to be like, the reason I'm freaking out is because this is what the fucking Hadleys kept me in. Like, I understand you don't fucking know because you're an idiot, but I'm trying to explain yet again that this whole scenario is bigger than you and fucking Cheesecake living in this freaking town. And like, I was, like you said, I was Leon 100%. Like, they have done... All of these things, she can't read between the lines. She's just so caught up. And I mean, I guess I get it. Like, she's trying to make sure that she can be protected. She knows that in the end, like, Leon's going to leave. Like, I, I I understand. There's, like, all these loose ends to the situation. But he hasn't left. And you put him in a
1: fucking fight. It just made me so sad, like, reading. Because this chapter is in his point of view. And, like, reading his reaction, like. He's straining. He goes, into, he goes into how, like, he wants to rip up the floorboards. Like, he wanted to yell until every window cracked. And the foundation shook. He had this crushing, sickening, and smothering entrapment. It was, like, bearing down on him. He thought of Ken's concrete prison and the hours alone in the dark, the years of choosing between pain and obedience. And then he has this, like, really heartbreaking moment where he's, like, I learned my lesson again. Like, humans are to be trusted. They're selfish and advantageous, and they're conniving. And he, like, always thought, like, Ray would be different. And in this moment, and she's, and she's, she's doing that she's exactly that. what everyone else has done to him. And it just broke my heart for him. And it breaks Ray's heart when she finally puts when it. When she gets
0: it, like, you know, oh fuck, you know. And then she he's like telling her, like, erase it, let me out, blah, blah. And she's like, well, you have to promise to protect me. So then he does his mind control shit on Cheesecake, cheesecake. which I love. So Cheesecake scurries on over because he controls him. And he Cheesecake gets on his back and he's rubbing the chalk away that
2: um, we'll
1: unleashes circle. That
0: Ray. That so like once the circle is broken, Leon can get out. So he's
1: like raging. I so, do like that Ray like notices though. Like she picks she does up that she fucked up very quickly, and oh, then she's she like, starts oh, she's feeling dead. so much guilt that she basically asks for this punishment. Right, and right. It's She just thinks like she stick- deserves one. Right. <laughs> it's the way they can both consent to like balancing the scale here. And good, yes, Hallie, thank you for you speaking know what I mean. Heart. And, and in their sorry. way, <laughs> that that is for them and their relationship it's a way for ray to it's again like to balance what just happened and if she wouldn't have asked for it leon i know for a fact would have like never done what he's about to do but she does like she sees this as like a way which i mean i've been there before like not to this extent but like something's wrong or like you want the person you're with to like not be in pains. So, like you kind of offer yourself up to like help soothe whatever pain they're going through. Like, this is what she's doing for him, basically. Yes, um,
0: so he's takes off his belt again, has her beg to an extent. No, no,
1: no, no, you gotta back it up with the scary part, honey. He envelops her in darkness that is so dark. Oh, she can't yes. even see anything, no light. Oh, that's right. He like, like takes cold, her over.
0: Yes, so he's
1: cold. All she can see are his scary gold eyes looking at her, and he's like basically hunting her in her living room. But she can't see anything; like she's in a void, a black void. It's cold. All she's like demonic eyes looking at her. I would piss my pants.
0: Oh, I would be too. Like you got me, buddy. I'm really scared.
1: Leon, you can have my pee now. I'm gonna pee my pants. There you go. (laughs) You got what you wanted. I'm sorry.
0: Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Here's my pee. Take it. He leans her again. leans her against how you have to remind me. He leans her against the couch or is it the coffee table again? Because the coffee table centers around so much of their No, sex.
1: he makes her lean over nothing and grab her fucking ankles. That's
0: right. Hallie, you might do a better job at the sex scene than I would. He
1: at one point tells her, these are my favorite lines he speaks. He at one point tells her that he wants her soul so badly it makes him sick he wants to own her from now until eternity and i'm like why cannot sean say these things to me why can't you say that to me i don't understand the issue i want your soul yeah um and then she starts like crying through this but again the author takes us to a point like psychologically where she explains, like in Ray's words, like those tears I've been holding back escape. They weren't miserable; they were cathartic, and it felt good to cry. It felt good to endure the pain. It tempered the guilt inside of me, and it stoked the roaring inferno of my desire. And I just love that. I thought it all brought back into everything to, to perspective here. But yeah, he basically makes her bend over and grab her ankles. So and and he does that. Where's her little? ass out he
0: does so again he's had his belt makes her do this he give her give givers givers he, give, he, gives, he gives her a few whippings with his belt and then you know as she cries out in pain she is basically begging for more though like that oh yeah like you know and then he starts to hit a little harder. With the belt, like he's not doing anything to injure her. Like I don't he, think at that He at one point lead. says
1: that if they were in hell, he would do this whipping in public because demons love to see a good whipping, and there's just something about exquisite suffering. Excuse me.
0: And she is; she's exquisitely suffering because this is everything she wants. And my- you're gonna take
1: me to hell and whip me in public. Um, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, he like ends up taunting her, and he's like, "So the belt makes you wet, you poor perverted little thing." And then she, like, ends up, like, coming. She dies. Because it's what starts she to wants. Praise her. Then he starts to praise her. And he's like, good girl. There's my good little doll. And I'm just like, oh, sweet Lord.
0: And then the scene calms down. So we find out that Juniper Kynes was one of the sacrifices, but that she escaped Leon while in Kent's
1: possession. So- well, they end up having this, like, really sweet moment where they're in the woods and like Ray's telling him about how like she grew up thinking fairies were real. And he confirms that they are real they are. <laughs> and not go piss them off. And she learns that like the demons are, they aren't immortal. They can die if they're not careful. And she ends up asking. But it's Leon, only by being ripped apart. Yeah. And she's <laughs> like, he's like, but I'm not very careful. Living forever. Isn't so terribly important. And she says, well, what's important. And he says, freedom. And so then they get into more of like the Kent background and she does, she realizes how damaged Leon is and how he does have a heart. And she knows So then they kind of get this conversation of like, he tells her like, I was meant to kidnap you for a sacrifice. And she was like, even if you didn't have a grimoire, I don't think you would have ever taken me. And so then they start this like really big, super sweet conversation.
0: You know, he. this hasn't been the first time for him, maybe not as deeply as Ray, but where he's cared.
1: Yeah, he fell in love in 1755 in Paris with a guy.
0: Yep, and... and then he
1: got summoned. To the he,
0: Hadleys. Yeah,
1: and then when he finally got out of it, he came back to look for him, but he was dead, and he could never find him in the cemetery. And he spent years searching for him in the cemeteries until Zayn found him. And Zayn and him, that's how they started their relationship. So Zane kind of, like, brought him back from this... I mean heartbreak that he had and that's why he stayed away from humans after that is because they're just so fragile and their lifespan is just like a blink of an eye compared to his and that's also why he will only be with Ray if she gives him her soul. Because that makes her immortal, right? Yeah, um, like they're, if she no. dies, she She's basically like will like, to go back is. to hell with him. Right, so he's
0: like connected to his lifeline.
1: Yeah, and so he's like, I can't do this any other way because I've already been there, done that, and it drove me mad. And so yeah, so then he ends up telling her like, I can't stay, like because if you she'll don't ultimately give this die. to me. Yeah. yeah, like he's like, I'm not going to be there for that. And I see, I see both sides, but I in this moment I see where Ray's like, this isn't an easy decision. Like I'm not going to damn myself to hell to be with you. Like, it's just too soon. Like, yeah. it is too soon. That's a huge, like, it's not even Mary. It's way more than that. You were damning your soul to hell. Like, I'm not going to damn myself to hell. I don't blame her. And then I also see Ray's side of it. Of, I mean, Leon's side of it of like, I've been here, done that. And like, I just can't do it. And he says, um, Ray ends up telling him, like, humans weren't good at forever. We weren't built for forever. And you get to see Harley, I mean, uh, Ray here kind of like, Her own insecurities come in because she's like, we're talking about forever. Like, I'll get to be too much and we can't just break up then. Like, I have people break up with me all the time because I'm just not worth fighting for anymore. I'm too difficult. And, like, if he does that, then, like, what's going to happen? So he leaves her.
0: So Ray starts her next day without Leon. And she gets to school. And this is where things, like, kind of get weird with Jeremiah.
1: Uh and yeah, so alert.
0: She has been like avoiding Jeremiah and Victoria, this their whole little
1: crew at school. Thank God she's finally yeah. now perked
0: up. Right, she's like kind of <laughs> watching her back, and I think it's because Leon left, and she knows she's got to like look out for herself more. End of the school day, Ray goes back to the cabin, and um, she's like super weirded out. Like I think she's like she certain, can like
1: feel something it, like is, like about to happen. Her
0: right, and she's like. I got to get out of here, like all these things. She packs up cheesecake and she calls Anaya and is like, listen, I want to go over there. Anaya's like, yep, for sure. Come yeah, she's over. like, maybe I
1: should like get out of the woods for a few days.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's like, maybe I'm just like going a little stir crazy in the cabin. Like I'm having a little cabin fever. You get
1: away from the elk. They're trying yeah, to help me. you
0: got to do that. So she goes to Anaya's. She has like just a girl's night with Anaya. So girl's night happens. She's like, all right, next morning I got to go home. This scene scared Horrifying. the shit out of me. Horrifying. So she's driving home the next day, and I just want to place this into her, into every, all of our listeners' minds. She's driving home. I imagine it to be this like Portland foggy morning. Right? Same. We're Same. driving, she's got cheesecake in the car. All of a sudden, she realizes there are these gangly white figures in the road before her. Mm hmm. They
1: walk on two feet. They have hooves, and they have like white skin. They have like a stag skull, basically, and they make these like clicking noise when they move. (laughs) Yeah, like, and we find out they're golems, and it's basically like if the gods' human servants aren't giving it what it wants, it sends these golems out.
0: Yeah, she's like. Basically frozen in fear, which I would be too. So, like, I have no, I couldn't even say any different. And one comes up to her window and places its hand on there. And it says, like, a message to her. It's
1: like it waits for you, Raylan. It waits in the deep, dark place. So, it's, like, using, the God is basically using these things to, like, talk to her.
0: So, she's like, fuck this. Speeds off. Skirt (laughs) skirt. gets out of the road, gets back to the cabin, and she's like, all right, like closes up all her windows,
1: burns the rosemary. Burns all the shit.
0: (laughs) Burns all of her herbs. And is like, fuck this, I'm out.
1: Well, then she's like, I'm going to go to for the rest of the week. Peace. And then we
0: jump to Leon, who.
1: Yeah, he's basically spending his nights watching over uh, Ray. And then during the day, he's trying to hunt for Everly. Who has the grimoire?
0: So yeah. he's like with Zane.
1: But he sucks at tracking.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's not good at it. and I guess Zane is.
1: Yeah, Zane's like a super tracker. So he hooks up with Zane
0: and he's like, okay, dude, how can we figure this out? Blah, 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 blah. Where is
1: she? <laughs>
0: they have like this bro moment where they talk about Ray and Zane's like, I get it. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I totally understand. I'm also bonded to Juniper. And Leon's like, Juniper? <laughs> like who? That, that girl I almost like killed? What? The girl that I should have killed, but I didn't. And he figures out that she's still alive. Cause I guess when she escaped Leon, she kind of just like ran out into the woods and they assumed yeah. that this would be just taken care of on their own. And they didn't like the Kent's didn't, I'm sorry, the Kent's, the Hadley's Kent Hadley didn't really send him back out to go find her. Cause they were like, she'll never survive.
1: Well, she did. And she came back for revenge. She ends up like finding Zane and like, offers her soul to him to get a demon on her side so she can, like, hatch this revenge plan that Zane tells him, like, oh, me and Z- me and Juniper have been on this, like, warpath, the Hadleys. We already know where your witch is. You don't want to go find her.
0: <laughs> no, we don't. So Zayn kind of reveals that um, Everly is shacking up with an archdemon named Callum, who is, like Z- – like Zane and Leon are demons, and then this is like a step up. Like when we talked like about the status of
1: the demon world.
0: Yeah, like when we talked about status, this is the step up. Of
1: super them. old, super powerful. Zane was like, "Don't go do it because I almost got killed. He will definitely kill you. Like he's she's not going to summon you. Like just leave it alone. Go yeah, back like to don't L, get involved. Leave it alone.
0: We need to just like." Erase this. You gotta just let whatever happens with Ray, like just happen. This
1: is something we. Juniper's got it.
0: <laughs> yeah, like she's gonna do her best, okay? And so uh, Leon's like, whatever. Um, he decides he's gonna go confront Everly. <laughs> like he's like, thanks, Zane. Thanks for the info. Yeah,
1: Zane ends up like giving her the coordinates to the coven house they're like hiding out in. We get there,
0: and Leon. Gets to that – like, I, I have it in my notes as the witch domain because I couldn't – it's, like yeah, it's, like, kind of fairy,
1: though, because it's, like, the flowers. Like, there's birdsong songs. Yes.
0: and, like, well, and it's, it's so, so like, cute. fairy-like. Well, because it's, like, this little cottage in the middle of the woods yeah. and all of these things. So gets into the living room, and he
1: meets Callum, who is, who like – beats the shit out of him.
0: beats the living shit out of Leon and is, like, no, like, you can't be here. Like, you know – And we know that Leon has like big powers, but like Callum, we're seeing the Archimedes, like, whoa. He's like, whoa. (sighs) So all this happens. Then Everly stops Callum. She kind of comes out from the dark.
1: Callum is her bitch.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Stops him. And so he's like, listen, I don't even want the Grimoire. I just want the page. My name. Yeah, I just want the page that has my name. Like, we don't even, even as readers, we don't even learn the demon name that he has. We just know Leon. And she's like, okay, I'll give it to you, but you have to admit that you love Ray.
1: Yeah, like, why did you protect her? Like, she keeps pushing, him, pushing, yeah, pushing like, it, pushing it, Yeah, like, why are you protecting her? her.
0: Why, Tell why, me. why? Yep, yep. But, but, I mean, because but. I love her, God. Yeah, so he kind of, <laughs> he finally admits, and he's like, because I love Ray. And then Everly decides, okay, you know what, yes. I'll give you the page out of the grimoire with your name if you agree that you will protect Ray. and it's not to help Ray at all. It's to help everly because her whole now thing is like, I'm going to kill the God in the mine shaft.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. she gives mm-hmm.
0: him her his page his sig- sigil, and then that's kind of like the end of that scene. So then we get to Ray, who. Um, is the night of the Hadleys' Halloween party, and
1: love this scene.
0: So we get to the Halloween party, and Anaya is with her, and they roll up to the Hadley house. Ray is dressed as Velma from Scooby Doo, which is my fucking. I love it. It's perfect. It's fucking perfect. It's the most love on it. par Halloween costume I think I could have had for this book.
1: I agree. Because and she's I love Victoria's. Lo- yes. Like she's just, like, like She's bunny, like in the leather. Like, the
0: leather yes. bunny
1: mask. Well, You're it like, reminds she. me of
0: Ariana Grande. Same. Yes. Same. That's exactly. She was dressed as Ariana Grande. Is how I thought. They get inside and and she didn't reveal to Anaya that like mainly she just wants to be there to snoop around because her new goal is I've got to find a way to protect myself, yeah. and you know if I can't straight up ask the Hadleys because of everything, I bet there's something in that house that can help me protect Yeah, like
1: it. all like, the artifacts they have and like the yeah. magical things. She's going to go find something.
0: So she's like, I'm going to use this time to go investigate and be our
1: little ghost
0: paranormal investigator that she is. So Victoria so greets them in their cute little costume. And – they immediately start pouring drinks, which is so funny because Ray was like, "I'm not drinking," and then she's like, "Okay, I'll take a shot."
1: Because Victoria's like, "Nope, we're all drinking. Let's go." She's an alcoholic. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. She hates her life. She's yeah, like, everyone. Like, I don't want to hear it.
0: I don't want to hear it, bitch it's at all. So starts pouring drinks, and then Jeremiah joins in, Ugh. and then Jeremiah, of course, is like oh like here take this drink and she tastes i'll make you a drink yeah i'll make you a drink she tastes it and she's like oh this is good he's like well if you want any more drinks come back to me i immediately hallie i don't know if you thought but i was like he's gonna drug her that was i mean yeah
1: like she's so dumb like uh...
0: so she moves out to the living room in this whole part and she's like okay you know, I'm going to kind of vibe and I'm going to kind of dance. I'm going to do yeah. my – I'm, I'm going to party. I'm going to be a part of this party. Okay. And then she <laughs> sees two people across the room staring at her. And they are both people that are, have tattoos and are striking, strikingly beautifully dressed Yeah, like models
1: like model pretty. Yes,
0: like they're beautiful. And they both have identically painted skull faces
1: and they're staring at her. And they're in suits, which is so chic. It's
0: just like ooh, she notices that like the boy. She thinks she knows it's from familiar.
1: School. Yeah, like Jennifer, like comes up to well, we now as Jennifer, but like comes up to her. But she doesn't tell her name. She says her name is like Sam. She's like, my name is Sam. They start like having this. Do you want a drink?
0: This cute little grind sesh where they're like both dancing. I played the song. It was hot. She- I wanted to yes. keep going. so I felt like I was really in the moment. Um, it could also be oxytocin
1: by. Billie Eilish,
0: if you oh, it could. To song
1: that to sent song, that to me in this book.
0: When you sent that to me, I was like, oh, my God, this is it. So they start dancing. Um, and then the girl says, like, hey, you need to stop drinking what Jeremiah made her.
1: She, like, takes a drink right after Juniper tells her not to do it. And then she like, like okay. drags her to the bathroom and is like, bitch, what did I tell you? <laughs> she, like, shoves her fingers down her throat to make her vomit up. <laughs> all of of the roofie
0: she's like you've been roofied and ray's like no i haven't
1: (laughs) (laughs) what
0: he's like not me it's not so yes, she's been roofied by jeremiah because in the end their intention was for ray to not leave this party they were going to take her and she was going to be the sacrifice and then they hear a knock at the door well
1: juniper's like homegirl you need to get your shit together
0: well she's like yeah exactly
1: she's like you need to get smart like these people are not your friends. And she, like, tells her, like, I don't know what you're doing. And then she realizes it's Zane, And she's like, wait, is Leon here? And Juniper's like, if he is, he's not watching you close enough, like, me, 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 <laughs> like, bitching he, at her. Here we are doing his fucking work. Fucking but I loved it. I was like, yes, Juniper, get her.
0: Well, because she needed, like, the slap back into reality of, like, what are you doing? When these people are trying to yeah. kill you. You are in danger. Like, what are you doing? It's so ridiculous. So knock, knock. So knock. And it's Leon. Guess who's back? Back Back, again. Back, back, back again.
1: Leon's back. (laughs) Tell a friend. Tell a friend. (laughs) That was nice.
0: Then Leon's there. We freak out. We find out that Sam is actually Juniper. And you know, they like have their embrace and Ray's like I knew you wouldn't leave. And Leon's like, I can't. I fucking. He doesn't tell her he loves her, but he's like, you know, like he's yeah, there. Yeah, they like tried to me. make out,
1: and he's like, she's like, you left me. He goes, you didn't make me stay.
0: Zane and Juniper leave, and Leon wants to leave, but Ray's like, no, I'm not joining this like whole you take my soul thing. I want to know more about what demon it-
1: protection plan.
0: Yeah, her the, the <laughs>
1: DPP. <laughs> yeah, we're not we're not joining the DPP. So therefore, I need to go. Find something in this house and you're gonna help me. And if you do, I'll let you pierce my nipples. Yeah. It's basically so she, what we get to. Ba- <laughs> well, she doesn't <laughs> say that. basically what happens. No, it is. It's it is definitely what she says. It's what happens. She just not what she
0: said. She says that you can make the deal that he can mark her.
1: Like, remember that I said I want to mark you and like you told me I could do this. And she was like, Um, yeah, if you help me, then you could totally pierce them.
2: <laughs> it, That's okay, literally what happened.
1: I didn't take that way. Don't talk about it. I have to talk about it later. I'm not ready. <laughs> and go. so but let's he's- back up though. He has a fucking ski mask on. Let's just not forget <laughs> this entire scene forward. He has a black ski mask on that he never takes he's off. I just want to put black. that out there. What's our favorite thing? He's dressed in black, head to toe, ski combat mask. pants and boots with a black ski mask with a mouth hole. Let's just, <laughs> I want to set the scene here as we move forward. We will post all of the pictures that we sent back and forth to each other on. Like, Let's talk about because it's so it's hot. Until you remember, he has on the ski mask, and then yeah, like, like he's totally so, obliterates. Water. He's so
0: stupid looking, but he agrees. He's like, okay, whatever, fine. I'll help you do it. That's anything for you know.
1: those pierce nips, honey. Yeah,
0: he leads her to Kent's room. They're hanging out in there. She notices. She's like looking out the window. She notices some things in
1: the tree.
2: The eld. They're she notices still the eld.
0: Her. Are like out in the trees she realizes like listen like this is too much for me <laughs> this is so funny to he me, like makes
1: like, a comment like good thing i'm on your side
0: because it will be after you here right now and It's so funny because like her thing is like, I need a distraction. (laughs) And I thought it was so stupid because my whole goal would be like, let me find something. Leon's not going to stay with me. I need to find something. She's like, no, this is too overwhelming. I need a distraction.
1: Yeah. She's like, but are you really on my side? And he's like, what the hell gave you that idea? And she's like, well, you're going to leave again. It's just temporary. He's like, I don't do temporary. You've forgotten your mind. So, frankly, I should punish you for daring to suggest otherwise. It's just like, yeah, I do need a punishment, Daddy. And um, <laughs> um I really need a distraction. Like, this is definitely what I want. Thanks.
0: So, we all know that – Again, he has there- a fucking ski mask on. Like, has- just picture this. <laughs> How I want you to know that there's a ski mask in play. And her whole fantasy is to be taken forcefully, which we know. So – he makes her beg. He makes her beg to be forceful and, and like run around the room. Yeah. And like jump on the
1: bed and like, <laughs> like chase oh, Leon, her.
0: Don't get me.
1: <laughs> like, At one so point, cool. he says, I'm going to fucking ruin you. And let me just tell you if anyone promises to fucking ruin me, I will do anything you want. Please. Anything. Ruin me. Name your price. Oh my God. Please ruin me. He calls her a filthy little slut. Oh my God. He
0: does. I can't.
1: So he Ooh.
0: then makes her beg. He drops his drowse. And he forcefully, as Harley puts it, takes her by the mouth. <laughs> he mouth fucks the shit out of her. He does. So he's like, take it.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah, so this all happens. And take
1: that dick, you filthy I have, to, I
0: have to take – I have to go Yes, daddy. Whatever because, you need. Daddy. Sorry, daddy. Um, I have to like read it because I won't be able to get through this scene. Mm-hmm. Um. She says, <laughs> "Make me filthier." I'm down. <laughs> mm. And he spits on her lips. I'm down. And and spit in my motherfucking
1: mouth all day. Yeah. Uh, I don't know.
0: And as he watched <laughs> me lick it off, he carries her to the bed. And they they pound it out. Um. um
1: he also like <laughs> slaps her across the face at one point.
0: He does well. We're not there yet. I have. I'm it. here for please, it. Please. So I'm just they start really having sex the in the bed. <laughs> also, remember, I have big asterisks. <laughs> remember, he has a robber ski mask on, and with a mouth hole, pounding her doggy style. So pounds her doggy style. He reaches back, he holds her face, and he slaps the shit out of her because this is what Take she me. wants.
1: Take me. Take me as I am.
0: <laughs> and he says. And Hallie, oh, my God. This is when he gives her the other nickname <laughs> that I was talking about. Oh, and I love it. it, baby girl. No, I, mm. I fucking hate it. Oh, I love it. And as he slaps her, he tells her, he whispers in her ear, remember what I am, baby girl. He, he growled, I'm hard as long. As long as I want to be, I'm as big as I want to be. He leaned closer, a whisper against my skin, and I promised to ruin you. I was dripping. I was was dripping. Jesus. I was dripping wet. But the stretch of him entering me still made me cry out. He covered my mouth with his hand, stifling my noise as he filled me deeply. Remember, I'm down. (laughs) He hissed harshly, biting at my neck as he spoke. Three taps if you want out. Reminder of the signal grounded me for that moment, reminding you of reality before I floated above the world.
1: Girl, I'm sure you did. I am sure you did. I'm a jealous half.
0: Back to it. So they finish up, they have a little cuddle, and then Ray's like, All right, back on my bullshit. Like, I'm, I'm, no, I'm distracted. I'm distracted. Let's do it. I've got. Like some juice, let's go.
1: So, <laughs> Ew, I hate that just a juice.
0: Not like juice like that. Like, but she juice does. Juice up. She's like, I'm fucking right.
1: <laughs> Ew. I hate it. Uh, okay.
0: So, then they go. There's like a secret side door in Kent's room and they. Like through
1: the bookshop. Of course, there is.
0: <laughs> they, right. What a fucking creepy weirdo. So, of course, there's
1: a secret latch.
0: I call it Kent's <laughs> lair. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, that's the only way I can explain it. He's like, so, bat cave. Yeah, his bat cave. And he goes, and we go and see basically where Leon was kept. And this was super sad to me. And she kind of realizes, like, oh, is this, this is where you, like, were kept.
1: She sees the, like, binding circle on the floor.
0: Yeah, and she's like, oh, shit. And now I think for her it kind of clicks. Like, I was a stupid idiot for putting him in a binding circle.
1: And he's, like, back to this, like, triggered place of, like, I mean, this is where he can't even, like, stand to smell the, like, cigar smell because it reminds him of Kent. And, like, it's just so sad. So sad. It's super
0: sad. So, basically, Leon's like, all right, whatever. I'm out of it. Like, I'm out of that. Let's close the door. And they find some witchy shit, like, being displayed behind a case. And it's, like, a couple daggers. Mm -hmm. So, Leon, like, breaks the glass. And he's like, yeah, fucking take it.
1: (laughs) Whatever you need.
0: After they get the dagger, he's like, All right, we've wasted enough time. We got to get out of here. So they go back upstairs. And this literally, I was not expecting this. I really I wasn't, wasn't either. And dun, 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 who is in the fucking room? Kent. Kent, motherfucking Hadley himself,
1: waiting on them.
0: And he threatens Ray. He knows that. She has Leon on his side at the moment, so I think that's why Kent doesn't attack because he knows Leon is there.
1: Yeah, he, like, points the gun at – he has a gun, and he points it at Leon at first, and he's like, that's not going to kill me. He points it at Ray, and he's like, it'll kill her. And Leon tells her, like, if you kill her, you're going to die. So, and he's like, oh, I know. It's not our time yet, but it's coming. And
0: she kind of, like, pushes back at Kent, and she's like, you know, you need a sacrifice from the Hadley name as well – are you going to sacrifice one of your children? And he's like, this is something that I, I known I've had to do. Your dad has also known he's had to do.
1: He just didn't prepare you. He
0: just didn't tell you. He's like, unlike me, I've prepared Victoria and Jeremiah.
1: And you see just how like crazy Kent is. Oh, he's insane. He's He's just like a typical cult leader. Yeah. He's like, just so you know, like when it's your time to go, like you were always meant for it. Like this has been something coming your way. It's, it's what you were born to like, this is your big role in life is to die and to sacrifice the God. And it's like. And, and just accept huh? it.
0: Like there's nothing that, like Leon behind you isn't going to stop that shit. Yeah. Leon's like, all right, we're done with this shit. We're out of here. So they leave. Ray awakes the next day. He like. In a nice
1: little hotel.
0: In a nice kitty hotel, penthouse suite, basically. And Leon has taken her there to make sure that she is safe. And kind of out in the outskirts of town, one, not just from the L, but two. So the Hadleys have a really hard time finding her. And, you know, he's, she wakes up, she sees him shirtless. It's all the He thing. goes down on her. He does. He takes his little fork
1: tongue and gives her a little. Without the ski mask this time. Thank no, God.
0: No ski mask. Just trying to love her. Then he sends her off to the spa for a relaxing day. And basically, it's to just the spa is to distract her so that he can go and figure out where the Hadleys are and if the eld have like caught on to where she's at. So, spa day
1: ends. I think it's to relax her for the shit she's about to come home to.
0: I really hate that I have to talk about this. But it's fine.
1: I'm gonna. Take I mean, it that's like, the way when I. I'm gonna take it like scene. a woman, okay? Yeah, I was like, no, this in her to the spa to loosen her up for what's about to happen. Gonna explain
0: this like a woman. You just get ready. She's like, okay, what do we want to do next? And he's like, lays down a
1: bag of like sex toys.
0: Well, he just like lays down a bag, a brown paper bag. Okay, he makes her explore that bag. Don't you? Don't you get ahead of me, Hallie? makes her he's like she's like oh what do you want to do for dinner blah blah blah. and he's like don't you forget that i told you i was gonna mark you and she was like oh how could i forget
1: we are cashing in
0: (laughs) we are cashing in now so he goes and he kind of dumps out the bag lets her look at everything and there is a Purple monster dildo, which reminds Hallie and I when we were texting back and forth, we're like, it's like those scary alien dildos. It's
1: like the I think of like the dinosaur, like dragon dildos.
0: Yeah, the ones that like are big in different colors. Yeah, yeah, those things. So I know there's a brand. There's a brand that
1: makes these. I know. Do you know? know? (laughs) I mean, I know. (laughs) I don't don't have the Game of Thrones. Really unlocked some things for Taylor. (laughs) I know there's a brand. Right? We know. Okay, Okay, cool. There's a brand. We know. Okay. Don't ask me how I know, but I know. (laughs) (laughs) Don't ask me how I know, but I know. He,
0: she picks up the dildo and she's like, oh, what's this? And he's like, oh, babe, come here. Like, blah, blah. She's like, that's not going to (laughs) fit. Yeah. She's like, this ain't it. I don't know what you think I got, but I ain't got this. (laughs) So he's like, no, I want you to ride it. So. It suction cups to to the the floor. floor. (laughs) And he at least lubes it up for her, damn it.
1: He's a gentleman.
0: He's a gentleman. He lubes up the purple dinosaur penis. Of course
1: it's purple. Like every sex toy is purple, I feel
0: like. Yes. Even back to buttons and lace. She has a a purple bejeweled butt. I hate the color purple now. Suction cups it to the floor. She's like, there's no (laughs) way this is going to work. But he's like, come on, baby. For me, it will
1: sit on it, sit on it, Impel so, yourself. I
0: think is what he says. She sits, she realizes this ain't gonna be it. But he's like, for me, you can do it. So don't worry,
1: I have you a vibrator to help.
0: So he's like holding a vibe to her badge. She's trying to <laughs> lower herself onto the suction dildo to the floor. It happens, she lowers herself. There it is.
1: She impales he's, herself.
0: She, I am impaled.
1: She and, is impaled.
0: <laughs> and he is like all about it. Leon's trying to pleasure her and blah 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 to work her up to the next moment. So she's like enjoying the situation happening. I'm like bobbing up and down to really tell the story in the right way because I'm like, how
1: do I? She's riding say this? the dinosaur dick with
0: Woo! it. <laughs> so. He has a little bit of alcohol on the side and some needles.
1: Let's go back. He Googled how to pierce her nipples. Like,
0: I'm, getting I'm there. sorry. You're not Googling that shit. I'm getting there. So he, she's like, What are you doing? And he's like, I'm going to mark you. I'm going to pierce your nipples. Like I said prior to this. And she's like, How do you know how to do that? And he's like, I Googled it. It can't be that hard.
1: You know, we've just come a really long way from learning how to pierce our ears at summer camp at Parent Trap to Googling and now finding out how to pierce nipples.
0: I have to say though, the only reason he uses alcohol on the needles is because he says that unlike Zane, she will have a harder time healing.
1: So he wants to make sure it's sanitary. (laughs) None of it helps. I'm just like the fact that if anybody tells me Oh, I Googled it. It's not going to happen. I'm going to need something else. Don't put sharp more. instruments. One near me, two near my nipples. Yeah. So, he has a clamp.
0: He takes a clamp, which I know <laughs> what this clamp is. because I do too. I got, um, I've had my nose pierced. And
1: I was going <laughs> to say. I was to I've had my nipples <laughs> pierced.
0: No, no, I've had my nose pierced. And I've also, Hallie, I don't even think you know this about me. In college, I had the underneath part of my tongue pierced. I didn't know that. Yeah, like, you know, the little, like, if you stretch up your tongue and you feel that little, like.
1: I never knew that. That
0: little part underneath that connects your tongue to your mouth. I've had that pierced. There's no nerve endings there, so you don't even feel it.
1: Interesting. I want to do one of my nips pierced, so I'm here for I mean, it. I just don't want somebody to Google it and do it. Do it, it for me. While I'm riding a suction cup dildo. So. Uh, don't want to do that. Cl-
0: The clamp is what I remember because they put a clamp underneath my tongue to keep my tongue still to be able to get that in there. So, yeah. clamp. Clamps, clamps one nipple. He's like, ride it harder, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Clamps. Then we have a stick of needle. And she's Orgasm. Like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, let me read it. The pain was nothing compared to the pleasure that I was receiving. Really? Yeah. I have.
1: Okay. Don't do. I'll this- take to your me. word
0: on it. <laughs> Please don't do this to me. Then he holds the vibrator back up to her and he's like, Baby, don't stop for me yet. (laughs) Jesus Christ, help me.
1: (laughs) Jesus Christ. Happens again.
0: Clamps second nipple. Orgasm number two. Clamps it.
1: Pierce says, Ah! I slides barbell through.
0: Her nipples are now pierced.
1: I'm here for the nipple piercings, just not in his manner.
0: She is now marked, (laughs) It's all I can say.
1: Yeah. um, Yeah. But I will say I do love the lines that Harley writes after this scene. It's so, like, (laughs) poetic. (laughs) I'm going to make you read them. (laughs) She's writing how, like, So there's like Raylan, and she's like, I'd spent so many years chasing darkness, reaching out for it, calling to it, and now I'd sunken into it. I'd embraced it, and I didn't want it any other way. The darkness was sharp, but God, it was warm. It was terrifying, but it was safe. The darkness was a demon leaning over me with fire in his eyes, whispering, you're mine, baby girl. And then at the very end of the scene, I love this line. She says, I could let wickedness be my sanctuary, perversion be my therapy, and a monster be my lover. Oh, my God. Write that in some fucking wedding vows, okay?
0: Carly. Carly. Uh, oh, Jesus
1: Christ, uh, honey. Us.
0: She was – it's – it's the scene in itself is something that I would never, like, put – I don't think. Wait, Allie, I'm going to ask you. Would you get your nipples
1: pierced? 100%. I talked to Sean about it.
0: You would do it? Uh, I've been wanting my nipples pierced since, like,
1: college. I'm,
0: like – I would be – I mean, like, maybe, you know? Like – I don't know, I'll and I
1: love it. the way they look. I think they like look beautiful. Oh, piercings are so rawless all the time. All right, so Leon is busy <laughs> cleaning her new nipple piercings. How sweet! <laughs> What a gentleman. He rubs alcohol on the barbell. Yeah. And because the girl just hasn't had enough stimulation, he continues to fuck her in the shower. Because, you know, I mean, why not? I mean, the poor girl's vagina. I just want to give her a nice hack at this point. And I do, too. I, yeah, I'm just like, give her a break, honey. Calm down. You have an eternity here. She Like, give her a break. You're going to kill her too soon.
0: Yeah, let's just let it, let's let all that reshape. Let it breathe. Yeah, let's just, let it breathe. Let's, let's use some loose underwear. Let's have a moment. Let's steam it. Let's take a shower. Loose, loose, breathe.
1: And she'll be good. I can't, that was hilarious. So as they're eating breakfast in the hotel, Victoria calls Ray and tells her that her father is dead. And that it's fucking done. And Victoria isn't even sad about this because she knew growing up that her father was going to kill one of his children for the sake. A.K.A. Sacrifice. it was going to be Victoria, not 100%. Jeremiah. We find out that Victoria is hiding somewhere and that she thinks Ray and Leon are responsible for killing her father.
0: But she's not mad about it.
1: No, she's not. She's like, whatever, it's just done. You get to live, I get to live, it's done. So Leon concludes that Kent was so heavily protected that it would be hard for a demon to kill him. So he thinks Juniper finally got her revenge and killed him. Got it. Yeah. So Ray's like, super excited because she's like, oh, this means everything's done and I'm safe now. But Leon isn't convinced. It's just too easy. And he knows that someone will take Kent's place. Like, he knows the god isn't going to stop. Like, he has other followers... It's going to keep growing. These monsters are going to keep coming after her even more now. Because well, And I
0: also thought it was stupid on her part because I knew that when the choice came down to it, it would be Victoria that was sacrificed. And that, obviously, Jeremiah is such a dip, like, fucking dipwad that he'd be the one to step up.
1: Like, I already knew that. Yeah. So so they pack up and they head back to Abram. and. Back in Abel, the news is spread that Kent died of a suicide, which Leon knows isn't true, and that whoever killed him just knows how to cover their tracks. And they get back home to the cabin, and Ray tries to stay busy, but they're in this awkward moment where they don't really know what to do and are just kind of waiting for something to happen. So, what does Ray decide to do? Ray is like, "All right, let's go get to the store and get some stress snacks." Girl, love it. I love stress snacks. She wants to munch. Love it. Yes. So they go to Food Mart, and Leon tells Ray to go in, and he's going to stand guard in the truck. Which is so stupid to me. I know, I agree. So stupid. So while shopping, Jeremiah's there basically stalking her. And he approaches her and asks how she's feeling after he drugged her. And he thinks that Leon killed his father, but he isn't upset about it either because he's now basically taken over Kent's position. And so him and his friends are there in the Mart trying to kidnap Ray so they can finish this sacrifice. And we find out that pretty much the whole town is basically a part of this cult.
0: Yeah, like it's just not just this little Liberia. Like everybody is about this.
1: So Ray is like, where the fuck is Leon? Don't worry. He's here. He like comes in like ripping through the wall to get to her. <laughs> and his friend makes like this perverted comment to Ray so what does Leon do? He just, like, casually decapitates him with his claws. Just,
0: like, chink.
1: Like, heads are rolling. Then he grabs Tommy and he crushes his windpipe and snaps his spine. There's that.
0: You don't mess with my girl.
1: Yeah, no. So then when Leon goes after Jeremiah, they realize something's off because Jeremiah is able to hold his own with Leon and so they notice, like, his eyes are glazed over. There's this thick dark liquid seeping out of his mouth. He has, like, superhuman strength. And they find out that the god has chosen Jeremiah over Vittoria. And then because Jeremiah has made these two sacrifices, he was rewarded with some of the god's powers. Well, like, he has now the god's favor. Yeah. And Jeremiah's, like, kind of talking to himself through this. And so he, like, says, I did two sacrifices. So, I mean i immediately knew like it was victoria too so basically he <sighs> so i justice for victoria so they make it back to the truck they escape but the things aren't looking too good when they get back to the house leon explains that humans aren't meant to have strength like this and that their mortal bodies will begin to break down from trying to maintain all of it and so jeremy's basically on or Jer- Jeremiah is basically on borrow time. And so Ray wonders who the second sacrifice was like, bitch, who do you think it was? Like Leon's like, well, it's gotta be Victoria, honey. Like,
0: well, they, you know, it doesn't change things here. Like they still need a Hadley and it's not Jeremiah. So who could it be? It's not fucking Everly.
1: <laughs> so it's Who's probably left? motherfucking Victoria. Probably. the
0: The stupidity here kills me.
1: I know. I know. So, Leon, like, cuddles Ray in his lap and just keeps reassuring that he's going to protect her and keep her safe. And they kind of have this moment where Ray, like, wants to, like, I think at this point, she, like, wants to, like, give him her soul. I thought that, too. But she's interrupted because the house starts to shake. The lights are flickering and they hear this howl. And the Reaper is here.
2: Which is a new
1: scary thing. Yeah, so, like, Leon tells her to, like, grab her cat, get in the car, and leave to go as far as she can. They go outside the car, and all the animals are, like, fleeing the woods. It's so creepy. Like, all the deer and the fox and the mice. Like, everything. just like, running bugs. out of the woods. Like,
0: even the bugs. Like, she's yeah. like, sees, like, bugs crawling on the yeah.
1: ground. She starts to realize that Leon's going to stay behind to basically sacrifice himself to fight the Reapers so that she can get away. And he gives her the piece of paper with his mark on it. And he tells her that if the Reaper doesn't kill him, that she can summon him and he tells her i've never given anyone permission to summon me but if you can bring me back to you Ugh. so sweet and then rays like no 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 and like starts to apologize to him and he's like don't apologize like no human is ready for forever and forever is all i have but you gave me a part of your life when mortal lives are so short i suppose saving your soul could be as good as owning it so you better fucking survive and then he's about to leave he says you should know that i love you for whatever that's worth stay alive don't waste your mortal life and he leaves her <laughs> so, Leon's walking into the forest, and we see, like you said, the bugs, the mice, the rabbits, the birds, they're all fleeing. The plants are all, like, withering and dying. There's this scent of blood and, like, mold. And then It's we like learn, the scent of
0: death. It's literally yes, like death. like, we
1: learn about what this reaper is. And in Hell, there's a hierarchy. There's demons, there's archdemons, like Callum, and there's reapers. Reapers are above all. They're once executioners for the archdemon royals. And they were only supposed to kill demons that were outcasts, but they couldn't be trusted. So basically, demons hunted souls and reapers hunted death. They're just as old and nearly as strong as gods. And the reaper isn't necessarily here for Rey, it's here for Leon to get him out of the way so Jeremiah can finish this sacrifice that he started. So the reaper finally finds Leon in the woods and he's wearing this like black shroud, has like bell pale ghostly glow he has like five eyes he has a collar of jagged bone antlers and claws guarding his neck he has massive black wings there's a string of teeth bones and shriveled flesh hanging from his chest i didn't you know when you think of like the reaper and you're like thinking of
0: movies it's just like this so i brings me back to harry potter yeah Yes, that's what I thought the Reaper looked like. But this, like, brought it full form to me of what actually they
1: are. Yeah, she, like, describes it as, like, it was a walking culmination of, like, death, rot, and pain. That's basically what this Reaper is. And the Reaper annihilates Leon. Like, literally tears him apart with his claws, breaks his bones. And Leon knows he's about to die. And I love, like, how he's thinking about Ray, And I love how she writes that, like, he... The reaper didn't seem half as frightening in comparison to his last confession that he loved her, that he died for her. And he goes, Funny, I'd always thought I would die angry, that I'd die for hatred and fury. Dying for love didn't hurt any less. It probably hurt more, but I felt better than I thought I would. Oh, so <sighs> sweet. our boy. But the reaper doesn't finish him off. Um, he ends up telling Leon, like, the god has a wish to toy with you still, so I'm going to leave you here because I was not foolish enough to defy the god. So the Reaper just, like, leaves him half-dead, lying broken on the forest floor. So Ray's like, driving, and she's feeling completely helpless. She hates that she feels, like, a liability and this, like, foolish girl who can't save herself. This is something, like, she never wanted to be. She always told herself that she could handle anything the world sent her. So in the name of love, she decides she's going to go back for Leon. In the name of love. Basically. Which I thought was funny. So she goes back and she finds Leon in the woods and he's basically on the brink of death. So Ray tells him to tell her how to give him her soul because it'll give him some strength. And Jeremiah is like creepily hunting her down in the woods, like calling her name out. He's close. Leon like tries to get her to run away again, but she refuses. So he tells her that she has to write his name in her flesh and blood. Knock, knock. Jeremiah is here. Jeremiah is still in his God form and he's like, Fogged eyes like lock on Rays and she sees him start to like mutate and morph into this like tentacled god that she's been seeing. So she's basically blinded by this like god vision while Leon on his last dying breath tries to like attack Jeremiah. He doesn't succeed. They end up getting to Ray, knock her out with chloroform chloroform, is that the right word? Chloroform, yeah, you're right. And zip tie her. Take her and they leave a dying Leon limp on the ground. So finally, they come to get her from the basement. And they have her shackled and brought to Saint Thaddeus the Church. Her blindfold is taken off, and she's. This is what she sees. She's kneeling at the end of the church, staring down two long lines of white cloaked figures in stag skull mask. Creepy. How fucking scared would you be? Huh? Creepy. I would be terrified. I would not. Terrified. I would. I
0: would not be in a good spot.
1: And then at the end of the row is Jeremiah in a white suit, and he's standing before this pulpit, pulpit with like lit candles and like all these like little creepy trinkets around him. So they bring Ray to him, and I hate, I hate Jeremiah in this moment, and I always hate him, but I really hate him here. He basically takes a knife, cuts her shirt and bra wide open, she's topless. Then starts like carving into her skin these like symbols And, like, chanting these, like, spell words. Well,
0: yeah, it's meant to be for the sacrifice. I'm not going to lie to you, Hallie.
1: As bad as this was, I literally was sitting there and I was going
0: to be like, nah, she's going to make it out of this and she's going to have these fucking awful scars. I know.
1: I know. So he then unchains her and she's forced to walk into the mineshaft where she's shoved down into this, like, dark hole. She lands in this ice-cold water and mud and she hears them boarding up the entrance. They are like locking her in this thing.
0: I would be this claustrophobia. I know is one of my biggest fears. Same. And like, like anything with e-
1: water, it's like this whole scene. I was like, oh my God. Well, see, like, and water doesn't like
0: bother me unless I know I have a way to get out, you know?
1: So she lands his ice cold water, they're boarding at the entrance, and she completely breaks down, um, knowing that she's gonna die. She believes Leon's already dead. She's like, you know, maybe it's better this way. Like, I'll die before I can see what the world becomes with this evil god coming to power. Yeah. But as time passes, she realizes that she isn't going to lay down and die. Not whenever Leon fought so hard for her. So she's going to pick herself up by the bootstraps. And she is going to go fight her way out of this somehow. So she takes a lighter out. And she sees Victoria's body is beside her, confirming... That she was, in fact, the one that was sacrificed. Victoria is down in the well with her. So she sees Victoria, and she's like, fuck this. She takes off running. The tunnel's freezing. Smells old and raw, like, f- fungus. And fungus. Like the ocean, fungus, and, like, the ocean, and, like, no, the 100% fungus. Fungus. It's getting funkies <laughs> on there. And the tunnels keep getting smaller and narrower. And she comes to a place where, like, it forks. So and she, like, goes down the right way, and... It ends up leading like If she continues, it's just got to swim. It's like, I don't want to swim. I'm going to go back. Well, no, you're not because there's a monster chasing you to where you can only go this way. This is where I get freaked out. She's like swimming through this tunnel. It keeps getting smaller and more narrower. She can't get any breath. She has a monster chasing her underneath the water. I would die. I would actually have a heart attack and die.
0: Yeah, this would be a time where I would – it'd be – yeah, there would be no flight or flight. Fight <laughs> or flight engage. It just would dead. be
1: dead. Dead. <laughs> So she hears she like starts to freak out, and then she hears this god summoning her, telling her to keep going, keep swimming. So she eventually gets to a point where she can surf it. She gets to the shore. It's this cavern with like pale gray light. There's like wooden boxes stacked against the wall. And there's big black pool in the center of it. And she basically has no way out. So she decides that even though it's too late, she isn't gonna die without Leon's mark on her because her soul was always meant for him, not for this god. It's so sweet. So she carves a sigil into her thigh with the blade that she took from the Hadley's. And she like tells, you know, things, and, like, if, if you can this, hear her.
0: Yeah, and like through this, she like had the thing in the back, his like piece of paper. In,
1: in her, her pocket.
0: pocket. In her pocket. And it makes it through
1: diving All down. All of that.
0: Yeah, which is so funny to me.
1: So she like said, like my soldiers, take Leon if you're still alive, if you can hear me, it's yours. And then something starts to emerge from the pool.
0: Mm. Dun, dun, dun.
1: we flash back to leon who isn't dead yet but he's not looking too good yep. and he's just like thinking about ray and how at least you know she told me she loved me blah 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 and he's laying there dying in the rain and he feels something kind of like brush against his mind and he realizes that he can like feel ray writing his name yeah like it's a nudge and it's so, like as she's like Carving his name into her thigh with this like knife, he starts to like gain his strength back. He starts to heal, and soon he's able to get on his feet. And he lives in the name of love. He lives.
0: He lives in the name of in the name of love.
1: Yep. And what's he do? He's going after his Ray. I would steal her from the hands of God itself if I had to. Yes, you will, honey. Yes, you will.
0: Yes, you will do it.
1: Back to Ray. She sees the God emerge from the water, and I loved the way harley describes seeing god i thought it was brilliant it was beautiful like it's incomprehensibly large it's constantly morphing and growing and shrinking it's all of this like color and light and darkness and like his voice is like painfully beautiful and horrifying she has to cover her eyes because like she can't even bear to look at him because he's so beautiful
0: So I'm saying it was, like, it's, like, you wanted it to be this evil, scary monster thing. Yeah. Because I don't think it's, like, God, God.
1: No, but, like, it's definitely putting on a show, as we soon learn, because the facade breaks. But in her mind, it's the first time ever seeing a God, and it's, like, her – She's like, says, like, the nearness to her made her sick, but it also flooded her with so much pleasure she could hardly breathe. And it's, like, I can imagine, like, looking on the – even, like, what we consider God, like, it has to be that – overwhelming and, like, overpowerful and incomprehensible. And then the God's face starts to solidify. And he tells her, like, the work is done. Oh, this fulfilled. Now he's mortal. And she says, like, his face is so beautiful. It could have been painted by Michelangelo. It's so overwhelming. She thought she would melt away just from, like, looking at it. The God goes on to tell her how he's waited for her. He called to her even when she wanted Or wandered away from her home. But she would turn to him just as she was meant to. And she just, like, rejects it. She's like, I would never, like, willingly actually do any of this. Like, what are you talking about? And as she's, like, rejecting him, his facade of perfection starts to kind of glitch in and out. And then you start seeing, like, this gray, slimy, tentacled creature. Instead of this, like, beautiful man.
0: He reminded me of um, Pirates of the Caribbean, Uh, Captain... I
1: can't
0: remember his name you know what i mean davy it's jones awesome. davy jones he reminded me of davy jones
1: it also reminds me of you know in king arthur with charlie hunnam yes you know like the evil thing down in the bait like the the bottom of the castle the mean guy goes to and like sacrifices his daughter too and it's like this like squid thing in the water yes that's kind of what it reminds me too oh that's actually good yes. yeah I think like, but, like way bigger, but like that's kind of like slimy, gray, tentacle, like
0: you don't know what ugh. it's gonna what it's gonna be and change. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like glitching in and out. And he ends up showing her visions of her childhood. And it's like the fairy voices that she heard growing up were really the god calling to her. And Which I hated. Kelsey, I know, like crushed her dreams. In California, when she like looked into the ocean, she found herself, like, wanting to seek into the depths because she always thought she had this, like, she would forgotten something or she had this purpose, like, she was meant to do something. And if she jumped in the water, the waves, and maybe she would figure it out. And then, like, flashed her when her parents are going to go to Spain. But, like, she knew she had to go back to Abram because that was her home, and her home always called her back. And Ray's, like, this is making so much sense. And it's just painful and agonizing to her that, like, she – this is really what my life has been this whole time is, like – Coming back to here and doing this. And he tells her that her soul is always meant to be his. And she asks him if she's going to die. And he tells her something that I consider actually truly terrifying. He says, Never, your flesh will rot, consumed by my servants, but you will go on with me forever. There will be no end, there will be no rest. There will be no respite nor comfort, only perfect, holy suffering. And she, like, sees these all like, surrounding them, like, waiting to tear into her. I just think that is absolutely terrifying. Like, there's what? no peace where you're going. You will continue to suffer for the rest of eternity. Like, they will continue to feed off
0: her. It's like, like, even after her body decays, they will still feed off her soul, which was just like,
1: ugh. Yep. And he starts to kind of give like her a glimpse of what this is like. And so she's all these like colors and shapes. She hears like thousands of voices screaming in agony. And she's experiencing this like endless suffering that God's talking about. But the God can't take her because her soul belongs to Leon. And she knows now that Leon's still alive. She can like feel him like trying to reach her. She takes her dagger out and starts to fight the God. The God is pissed. Basically, there's an earthquake happening. And this scene was like kind of hard for me to envision. So I'll do the best I can. But like... It's basically, like, the facade is down. It's now this, like, long, massive tentacle monster that's, like,
2: huge.
1: And, like, the tentacles have all these, like, eyes on it. And it's, like, wrapping around her. And, like, the god's basically strangling her the tentacles while the cavern is collapsing in. And they're sinking into the water and mud. So she's, like, sinking in this water with the god strangling her. She takes the dagger out and starts stabbing the shit out of the god. She's like, I'm not not having it. Yeah. We, ain't, we ain't going down like this. The god eventually lets her go and he starts to fall into darkness, knowing that she's dying. And Ray's like at peace with it. She's like, I just want to go to sleep. Home calls tired. But he starts to feel this tug on her heart. And this reminds me of like Avatar, <laughs> whenever they have like the mating bond that like brings them back. Oh, yes. Yeah. So Where it's like, tug, 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 I'm here, yeah, I'm here, I'm here. She like, feels like tug and she learns she hears Leon calling her name. And so she says that she like grabs onto this silver thread of light and starts to pull herself out of the darkness. She surfaces on the water. Leon's there to snatch her up and says, it's day. The god is still pissed. They're running out of the forest. Thunder and lightning, rain. Like, the god's just throwing a temper tantrum with the weather. And she's like, I can still hear the god calling me. Like, I know it's not going to stop. But Leon assures her it can never have her because her soul belongs to him, which we just learned it can't because the god can't take her. Here we are.
0: Which okay, Hallie, Did you feel a little confused because I did too? Because it's like she had no way out,
1: and then all but then all of a sudden she had a way out. Yeah, I felt a little weird about that. I, I wanted know. more. Um, I wanted again. This is where I wanted like more. I wanted more of how this like did actually she played out. like jump into the pool? The black did Leon pool? just like go and like kill everything on the way
0: in? Yeah, that was where I was like, how do we get to point A to point B? I did.
1: I was a little confused there. No clue. But they do get out and. Leon tells her that, like, she's like, when's it going to stop? And it's like, well, the God's weekend. And he kind of foreshadows, I think we're going to see in other books, is, like, Everly has a good chance of killing this God because Everly's mom, being one of those powerful witches, Everly carries this legacy. And if anyone can kill the God, it's going to be her. And now the God's weekend. So, like, we think Everly's time come and save the day book, in a future book. Book three. But Leon, not done, Leon is not done yet. He goes and puts Ray after all she's been through, like hides her in the forest, like covers her with some branches. Let's take a little nap. I should think that okay? was funny. And then he's like, "Peace, I'm out on revenge plan. I'm gonna go kill Jeremiah." Oh, bitch, you ain't because guess guess who beat you there? Guess who already did it? He like shows up at the Hadley house. It's engulfed in flames, and he sees Juniper and or Zane Jill, there. Chris. To the Chris, Juniper and Zane are there, and. He now knows, like, Juniper continued her little revenge plot and got to Jeremiah before he could. But he's at peace with this. He's okay with it as long as it's done. And he approaches them, and she confirms that they left no one alive. It's all over. And before they leave, she tells Leon that she forgives him. I think it's super big of Juniper.
0: It was, because, backstory story, reader, readers and listeners, if you have forgotten, the initial thing was Leon was going to – get juniper for the sacrifice she escaped him and it's been a big deal for her which i totally get she wanted to kill him his name was on her event list yeah like uh
1: aria aria game of thrones yeah so leon goes back to get ready from her little i don't know nap in the woods i don't know it's so weird (laughs) and like scoops her up brings her to the house to show her what happened She can see for herself that, like, everyone's dead. She's safe. And she's like, oh, did you kill him? And he's like, no. But she's like, well, that's good because you've done enough killing and it's time for you to rest. And Leon, for the first time, realizes that he isn't so angry anymore and, like, this knot of hatred that he's used to, like, keep him going through all of these years is gone. And he finally does crave the calm and quiet.
0: Yeah, he's like, all right, it's time for me to just have a home and a happy family. Yeah. With Cheesecake so, and Ray.
1: I know. So we get to the epilogue. Basically, everything's tied up. Like, the god's still raging with the storms, and a flood happens. I think it's so ironic. Like, the god is raging, causing all these storms. A flood happens, and it washes away the mines and damages the church to the point where the town decides to tear it down.
0: It's time, because what's his face? Can't has died. Um, Yeah, yeah had Hadley had. has died. Not there to
1: defend his fucking weird altar,
0: his culty yeah. altar. Yeah.
1: So... But it also makes me think that maybe the gods now like flushed out into the ocean. <laughs> like, is he gone now? Where did he go? <laughs> I will say, where did he go? Yeah. The Hadley fire was ruled as an accident. Supposedly, the lightning caused a fire. Mm. Yeah. Ray now kind of spends her time wondering who in this town was a part of this cult. And she's like looking at her professors and was like, was that somebody that was like behind a stag mask at the church during sacrifice? Like, She's kind of living in this, like, town now that's like, hmm, wonder who you are. What, it, what are you a part of? <laughs> yeah. So she still has the scars of the sacrificial ritual. Which I hate. I know. She's like, some vitamin E. I know. And, like, poor thing. <laughs> vitamin E oil, honey. It'll do you good. And Leon's like, we can get them removed. Like, to be determined. We'll see. But she knows that she will never remove leon's mark on her body because it was his mark of ownership one only i could give him a willing promise my soul was his to take to love to own forever the end we go in
0: hopefully the next book i want to know what hell and zane's house looks like and leon's house looks like
1: yeah we just found out like an hour ago that it comes out in two days
0: i cannot wait literally october 30th
1: I can We may have to, like, push Priest back and want us to do book two.
0: <laughs> or you just read it and give a little, a little dive in of book yeah, two and in. then
1: get back to Priest. Yeah, maybe. Maybe.
0: So, Hallie, any final thoughts?
1: No. Um, I have my fan cast. Do you want to hear them? Yes,
0: please. I think you're be mad at mine, per usual. So go ahead. So the girl I have a
1: really big issue with because I don't know.
0: I have a good one fully, I
1: but I chose you're going to hate. I actually don't even really like it. It's just kind of the only one I kind of come up with. I'm going to keep looking though. Lucy Hale with her like really short black bob. She's really short and tiny. I don't love it either. There's going to be someone else, but I just haven't thought of it yet.
0: I mean, I get it. Pretty Little Liars. I never whole- watched that. She's in Pretty Little Liars, isn't she? I'm not lying yeah, right. but I never yeah. watched it. So she's like sneaky, whatever. I have Jamie Alexander. She is Lady Sith in Thor, World of Darkness. Hmm. Um, you need a to little look-
1: old, but. Yeah, it's okay. a little old. It's, it's old. Listen. It's old. I understand. It's this. old. It's not right. I think I under- that's why I kept like having an issue with it because I was looking like young.
0: Well, and here's the thing, like you jump back from Jamie Alexander. If you look at some photos, like when she's young and older and stuff like that, she fits her on a very young, bobbed side. I'll post it. I hope you agree.
1: Um, who's your Leon?
0: Oh God, you're gonna hate him. You're gonna hate it so much, I don't even wanna tell you. Who? Okay, I'm gonna screw his name up. But Mac. I'm sorry, not Matt. N- not Mac. Matt uh church, church Cry, He is Logan Huntsberger
1: from Killmore Girls. No, I thought of him. You did? I did, but oh my I got he was like my number yes! two. Yes! You know this my number one happens. was?
0: Who's your number one?
1: Alex Pettifer. I <gasps> Hallie. Yeah. Those Stop. are my two. He's my
0: number two.
1: Isn't that crazy? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh? Those are my two. Y'all, this is this I'm never sorry. Happens. I'm sorry,
0: I'm freaking the fuck out, but this is a this big deal. This never
1: happens. This never
0: fucking happens. Those were the two people I thought. And okay, can I give you my explanations? Please. Logan Huntsberger, how he is like such an ass, such like this cool, suave guy.
1: And he has like blonde hair. He's blonde that's hair. Like his. He very
0: fits, he very much fits it. And then I don't know if you watch. Do you watch The Resident? yes oh, okay thank you and all of his that's tattoos. why i went with him
1: because his personality
0: and the <laughs> of, 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 of. okay so <laughs> the resident all of that i w- the only thing i wish about him is he was just i'm
1: sorry matt just a little bit taller i think a he's a little bit like, like, like more muscular
0: yeah so i think he's like five five eight five nine i think he's a little boy so um no i, j-
1: uh, I think that's why i went with alex pettifer though because it was my two and i was like but alex pettifer like the Basically, like, let me tell you. I watched *Endless Love* a couple days ago, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is him!"
0: It's and he's in, um, isn't it *Beauty and the Beast* or *Beast* or *Beastly* or something? Uh, *Beastly*? Oh. Yes, *Beastly*. So with his like black veins that like come. From yes. The okay. I'm glad we we're on the same vibe.
1: I love this. Oh okay, my this god! This is good. This is
0: good. This is good. This was good. This Listeners, was good. this never fucking happens. Any other thoughts? Um, no. I just want more. I think yeah. we've said that a million times. Um, I'm really
1: excited for book two. I'm definitely gonna read it. Ben read it in 24 hours again. I don't know if i will been read it. I've got I'm, I'm excited for Juniper and Zane. I think it's gonna. I read her trigger warnings on it, and I was like, oh shit.
0: Gun. There's like gun. I did too. There's like gun. Gunplay. Play, there, knife play. Gun knife.
1: Voyeurism. What is? Voyeurism? I'm excited for it. What's voyeurism? <gasps> it's where you like watch other people, or people watch you. <gasps> oh, Have i watched wonder- the movie Voyeurs on Amazon Prime. Oh, you told me Taylor. Yes. Everybody go watch it.
0: You told me incredible. about this. We started watching it and then I'm not gonna lie, Steven and I were like, What is going on? Because they use the um the light to transfer back yes. over the sound waves. The biggest <laughs> twist
1: like ever at the end. Okay.
0: I'll I'll put some time
1: into it. It's good. It's good. But yeah. All right. So next book we're gonna do Priest. Um probably not till like November twelfth ish is when that will be posted. Yep. Um don't, don't hold us. Yeah, a but... week, week and a half for us to read it, and then press the sync up and and pod, and then to edit and get it all posted. So probably in like two more weeks, we'll have another episode posted. But I'm going to get this episode out by Halloween. It's a spooky episode, so I'm gonna to edit tomorrow, and it should be done like tomorrow night or Saturday on Halloween.